Sign it. Both of you guys, comedians, extraordinaire. I'm just kind of throwing that out there. I thought I'd give you a compliment to start everything out. But uh, I've seen you do comedy. You're funny. John Armstrong, you actually were on our first show. You were very funny. You actually closed everything out. Uh, yeah, was I the last person? So you actually, yeah. the, the reason I remember is because, so uh, for just backstory for everybody, so. The, uh, the the shows we do put on John was on the first show. He actually put together the first show. I do, I messaged John for it in about yeah. fifteen hours too because we'd never done one before. Yeah, we had one access to one comedian. It was you. I you was know. your liaison in the comedy <laughs> world. That's that's what it was. Yeah. And we're like, all right, fuck, all right. We got three months. We got to find comics. He texts us like an hour later. He's like, all right, I got seven. <laughs> we're like oh fuck we needed four no. but that's cool he posted well know. he posted on facebook and immediately i found it the first minute i was like hey can i get on you're like yeah, yeah. Like, ding, 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 yeah. Ding. i saw five minutes later and someone commented hey can i get on you're like too late yeah. <laughs> no it yeah. was uh it was and then um because uh the reason i know that you closed is because we were doing at the bottle house uh raj was going to close but Raj yeah, had to back out. Yeah. But he gave it like a month notice, so it wasn't yeah, a big Raj deal. Yeah, Raj is cool because he actually came on when it was pretty much over. But Raj is so strong that I was like, dude, y'all got to have him on. But then when he couldn't do it, I was like, fuck, yeah. So then yeah. I was like, I, the good news about it, if there wasn't, is that because of how much, I guess, you put out there, I already had like three people to choose from because people were messaging us saying, can we get on this? Can we get yeah. on this? We're like, I don't know. We got seven right now. I think we're good right now. And. I just that's when I just messaged Angelo and just said, "Hey man, good news. Someone dropped off." And then you were like, "It's cool. You can put Angelo in the front. I'll just close everything out." Yeah. And you closed did a probably 15, 20 minutes. You were I great. Think so. I think well, so. the funniest thing about that was cuz Ricky when he was hosting, Ugh. he was he, he's so drunk. He was so drunk. Because I went to go meet him. Ricky. I was like, hey, yeah. Uh, Ricky Smith. Yeah, Ricky Smith. Oh, the black dude? Yeah. yeah. When he was hosting, I went to I was like, hey, Ricky, I'm Brian I'm Brian Sternick. I'm on the show tonight. He was, yeah, yeah, cool. And I was like, yeah, nice to meet you. He was like, yeah, all right. And I was like, yeah, so where am I on the list? He goes, uh. And then he just turned his seat like he was on The Voice and just started, like, drinking. <laughs> <laughs> he just started drinking. Uh, <laughs> I remember. Okay, so the backstory with this, I don't know how much you've talked to Brian about this. So, my whole thing was, like, we were putting it together, and, like, you all were, like, uh, giving me your information on what you had, and I'm giving you, like, little comedy points, and I was like, for a good show, you might want to do this, this, that, and the other. So, we get there, and then the host, he was funny, and everything was good, and it was a good show, but there was a couple things, like, as a comedian, I'm like, because he would do all this time between the sets. All this time? We're, like, 20 minutes between a comic. like, wait, what? It's cool. It was a good show, but as a comedian, like sitting there, you're you're like so. At the end of it, like, and you always notice, like, if you see us at shows, me and Brian, we're like, we're like those two Muppet old guys at the top. We're like (laughs) peanut gallery. So you could just see us stirring, and then he was taking forever to bring me up because one thing it was it was getting funnier, but you wanna you wanna keep that energy going. So by the time I go up, dude, I looked at, I was like, all right, I I got to shit on him just a yeah. little bit. <laughs> <laughs> so, so then, 
and part of it too wasn't <laughs> like I, it wasn't intentionally to be malicious. Some of it is like you just address like the elephant in the room because you can tell like yeah. maybe the way uh, the comics are thinking or even the way uh, the room is feeling. So I just I forgot what I said. Just something like, "Oh, he he said all the black jokes, so I I can't say any yeah. more black jokes." <laughs> and then it was like it was a few other things. And then I look over at the bar while I'm doing my set, and I see him. Yeah. And his 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 he kind of had a long face, and I'm like, "Oh shit, he's taking this like I'm really fucking with him." Yeah, yeah. So then I, <laughs> he so got then I, a little I, bit. I like pivoted a little bit because it's all in fun what we do. Because you yeah. know, you fuck with me, I fuck with you and shit. And then we talk afterwards and laugh. Right. But then I'm like, he re- he really he's really <laughs> feels. So I was like, so then we just started like BSing. But yeah, that was a that was a good time. Well, Dude, before the COVID, uh, how many shows did you all get in? Cause oh, we only got two, actually. The, our last show was uh, February 11th, and then obviously okay. a month later, everything okay. was shut. So we were, okay. actually, we were actually planning our first show at Funkin' Ship, which was a brewery that a friend of mine... Uh, works at she's a girl's come on the show before she has like a yeah. like a, a I guess an influencer Where is if you will. This at? I know a lot of like honestly man I know it by I, I know it by oh by route like you could get yeah, there I, that, that's how I, I think that's a man thing wait like, can I just can say get I, there but you can't like oh yeah I can tell anyone how to get there as long as I'm in the car and I can just say there yeah. there there but if they're looking for a road I'm like good fucking luck man yeah. I like how we're promoting a show and someone's like where is it we're like well. <laughs> and that's well, it. I'm, and I'm literally holding an iPhone. I can figure this out. Yeah. Well, I, do, I do landmarks. Like, if yeah. you were to tell me how to get here, if you would have told me just to go a little past get and go over there, I'm like, oh, okay, all, all right. right done. Tell me what car's in the driveway. So, <laughs> and then we're like, that's how, I, that's how I navigate. So when I sent you the directions and you saw Gecko, you're like, you could have just told me Gecko. Yeah, yeah that's what I was thinking. Like, it's on Sackett. Okay. Yeah, Sackett. So. It's, yeah, it's, it's an offshoot of platform. It's a it's a really cool place, but we were uh, after the the we had two really successful shows at the Bottle House in terms of, like turn on. It, it, the, the shows really really went well, and uh, so our friend um, Haley from the Cleveland Bucket List, she's a friend of ours, and she's like, look, I, I work at platform specifically with Funkinship. I want to start doing shows. Do you guys want to run the shows? Yeah. Like, yeah, of course. We were I think supposed to have one like March twenty second. And everything shut down. But we'd actually yeah. decided a week before, like, it's looking bad. We might yeah, as well just cancel it because yeah. let's yeah. do the responsible Once thing. Once they canceled the fucking St. Patty's Day parade, I was like, yeah, shit's getting real. It's actually legit. And, oh, yeah. People got pissed. And then, like, the the NBA said it was over. I'm like, what the fuck? Yeah. Once they said sports, I was like, okay, this this is actually, like, I knew it was That's legit. That's why it would have been but... bad. Like, okay, so they canceled March Madness. Should we keep our comedy shows? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Are we above all this? <laughs> yeah. So we're actually we're gearing up to do it again in August. So awesome. awesome. So we're we're excited about that. Nice. But yeah, I do I do remember this shit with Ricky because uh, the the way that we actually got Ricky to host is that Ricky came on the show. Yeah. Um, he was great. You know, we had a good time. Yeah, um, he's a cool guy. He's a funny guy. Yeah. I've seen him before somewhere, right? His face yeah. looks familiar. He's on like Facebook and YouTube. He does the place. random oh, yeah, acts. Yeah, yeah. He's he does a lot like just with communities in Cleveland. Yeah. He, it's uh, his uh, his random acts of and, kindness yeah. everywhere that Ray gets. He, yeah. He's yeah. he's really really a big big part of everything in Cleveland. He's okay. Yeah, I've seen him yeah. around. Yeah, he seems like a really cool guy. I, I followed a, him on Twitter, but he didn't follow me back, so I unfollowed him. But he's still pretty <laughs> cool. <laughs> I, I have. I, I All right, man. You, you, got, you got to get that stuff out later. Not now. Here are the here are the people Brian is still upset with. Yeah. <laughs> no, he's cool. He was funny. Well, no, okay. <laughs> no, <laughs> Wait, you know, the, he was cool. He, the, he, he came on and offered to be 
the the <laughs> MC because we were talking to him about like yeah. you know we got our first show coming up we got this we're just looking for MCs like not anymore I'll do it and <laughs> me and Patrick are like is he fucking serious I, I don't know <laughs> if he actually wants to do this or not so for the next two months because we had a really long time because we got we didn't know any better yeah so we started three months in advance we sold out which and, I mean in the, in hindsight it's still good it's great you know, it's better to be over prepared than sure, for sure so yeah. but the whole time we're texting him we're like hey man lineup's done here it is. And we wouldn't hear from him. Then we're like, all right, man, cool. So here's the the address. Everything's looking good. We're sold out. And we never heard from him. <laughs> and me and Randomly Pat, the day of, he so, was walking yeah. past it drunk. Like, you're like, hey, Ricky. He's like, what? <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing here? Yeah. He's like, wait, my name's on that sign. Am I supposed to be here? <laughs> so then like the day before. Chinese. The day, be- <laughs> <laughs> the day before, we're like just texting him like, hey, man. <laughs> We really hope we see you tomorrow. Yeah. And he's like, okay. I'm like, is he coming? I don't think <laughs> but the man, he, and then of course, show starts at like eight and he shows up at like 7.51. Nice. And I'm like, hey man. He goes, hey. I'm like, I'm the one putting on the show. He's like, yeah, I know. <laughs> I'm like, all right, man, just fucking enjoy it. Wait, did I, did I tell you what happened? Like, John, when you were telling that story, I just remembered. Because right, he was doing like all that time. And right before you were supposed to go up, he did like 15 minutes. And then eventually he, yeah, yeah, you were pacing and I was standing there. And all of a sudden, like the audience started talking to each other and he put the microphone down and went to grab another beer. I'm like, dude, you got the headliner up next. And then he went, oh, and they just looked and he goes, yo guys, your last comic. (laughs) (laughs) You know, he's super funny. It was fun. You know, again, me and Patrick didn't really know. Like he went up, did like 10 minutes before he started. We're like, all right, that's a little longer. We thought, what do we know? Yeah. Then the first one goes up and he does ten more minutes and yeah, that, and then the is, third one goes up he does ten more minutes and even I'm looking at Patrick like is this normal? <laughs> well, okay, so for everybody in the audience listening, like uh, it sounds like we're being like whatever, but with comedy the way you do it and the way you do shows and Brian really knows this because he puts on the show himself is you want to have uh, a good MC they bring the. Um, they bring the energy and they just get it started, and then you bring a succession of comics. Either you have people doing pretty much equal time, or you'll have it build like to a crescendo, to where you'll have like somebody doing ten, somebody doing fifteen, yeah. somebody doing twenty, and then maybe somebody closing out doing anywhere from a half hour to an hour. Well, one of the rules in comedy is you try not to do any time in between comics. So, say if the first comic, uh, the MC brings up the first comic. First comic gets off, MC comes back on, give it up for so-and-so. You want to immediately bring on the next person because you want to keep the energy going because if the MC then starts talking, it'll kind of lag. And the the analogy that I use for that is like if you're like... If you're with a woman the first time and y'all are about to get it on and you're sitting there kissing, imagine her, you building her up, you kissing and you kissed on her neck and you getting under the bra and then you get her panties off and then she's like getting really excited and you're like, okay, now let's go for a walk to the corner store. <laughs> <laughs> and that then come the- back. It's like you have to keep the energy going. Yeah, it's a momentum. no matter how great you are, no matter how great she is, no matter how great the intentions are, if you keep breaking it up like that, like and once again, it'll be like once you're in it, and then she's like, "I'm about to come." All right, I'm about to get a beer, and then you go. And it's just That's those so little things that keep it going. So not like shitting on, on Rick, but like like a lot of people, if you don't do shows all the time, that little bit of stuff that you don't think about, 
is but the good thing with us is we were we all had a good time it yeah was all a oh, bunch yeah. of friends and the crowd was like super in it so it didn't yeah. i think it affected us more it's, it's one of those things at the professional oh, I don't think the crowd even noticed right yeah it's one of those things that the professional you notice more sure. than the other person yeah the crowd's I mean? just like oh this is like when it gets weird like oh this is a comedy show it's funny but then it stops yeah. but comedians are like fuck art like our set was good but it could have been funnier yeah yeah because so, yeah because yeah, yeah. if someone if someone kills the host like all right he was great guys you're next comic and just move the fuck on immediately yeah yeah. just bring up the next comic because once they're clapping if they're roaring you let them pause for a second and let them start to roar again no it it was uh it was great top to bottom i mean we we had a honestly and i just told brian about it i don't think we had a chance to but that show did so well we booked our february show that i never left the bar and that guy's like oh he just got it he's like when can you do it again like february 10th he's like done you know, like, people don't remember, come in here a lot, do they? You know, one part I remember too, though, that was funny. As what? Fuck with uh, Joey Gentile. <laughs> Gentile or Gentile, I forget. He's yeah. cool as fuck, though. But yeah. I, I never, you know how you never pronounce Marty's last name? Yeah, Joey Gentile and Gentile. Gentile. Either way. Gen- yeah. <laughs> that 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 big huggable gay man of a comic, he he went up and he started doing his set, and then uh, of course you know his set is uh, some of it's you know I'm gay you know uh, <laughs> blown like, away I, I didn't even know that some I, of, I know it's like Flavor Flav saying like, I'm dude, black it's yeah. like yeah we know <laughs> saying <laughs> some of his set so like well. <laughs> but it was like I don't even remember the joke I just remember it it, it came out so like hard that the audience was just they just paused <laughs> I was standing next to you. What happened? I, thought, I was like, I was like, oh shit, man! I was like, he's about to lose the room. Yeah, because there was a huge pause and then nothing. Yeah, I don't even remember what the joke was. I just remember the in, the energy. It was like the <laughs> record skip, like. Yeah. There was a. Uh... Uh, that was hilarious, dude. Because uh, we were we were in the back just rolling like yeah. Shit, we we're like, who's going next? <laughs> I think I went next actually. But that's what makes it fun, though. Yeah, did, I think it was a uh, something. There was like a priest or a minister. There. Yeah, and yeah. Did, this is actually thing. my fault. Yeah, this is actually it's my not fault. your fault. The priest came to a comedy show. That's no, a it's, goal. It's my fault that he focused on him. So Joey made a comedy. He's like. I'm going to dig into that priest about like, fucking kids and shit. <laughs> <laughs> and, I'm like, and again, I'm just like, no, you're not. You're, no, he's like, no, I'm going to. I'm like, I'll give you 20 bucks. I added $20. Wait, this is your, your why no, this I, happened? No, I 100% did this. I was like, if you're, all right, fine. I'll give you another $20 if you, if you go hard in the pain on that priest. He's like, done. Wait, this actually <laughs> happened? No, this happened. At the that, first show. Well, that makes sense now. Yeah, he, yeah. I was like, I'll give you 20 more dollars. Uh, yeah. He if definitely you, got, he definitely went there. Yeah. <laughs> you target Father Benedict over there, I swear to God. I'll, I'll throw another $20. He's like, done. <laughs> He's like, I'm already going to hell. Yeah. <laughs> and by that, I mean New York. <laughs> These are all jokes. Me and Joey are friends. I did a roast with him, and uh, yes, we uh, all did Joey, that roast. Joey's uh, Joey's been on. He he came on here to promote the show yeah. too. I mean, he to, to promote the, the show that we did with you guys, and he yeah, was the, he, he was yeah, a lot he of fun. had us do that roast. That was so awkward. I dude, it was weird. I didn't even come with jokes. I just draw terrible pictures. Remember, I drew the terrible pictures I with the. Uh, I saw that. It I was, drew it one was of like a fucking. It was it was. There were stick was figures. Like kid who has the science project <laughs> makes the volcano the night before. Yeah, that's it. Fucking <laughs> Brian showed up with all these goddamn props. <laughs> what the fuck? This is supposed to be a roast. He's like the kid, like, I misunderstood the assignment. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> but I hate roads because I'm so goddamn sensitive, yeah. man. Like I to this day, fucking Cody Cooper said I have bad posture doing that roast, and to this day, like if I'm slouching, I like I try to like put my shoulders Cause you, back. Because like, Cody's in your head. Yeah, I'm like you fucking asshole. <laughs> lost all that weight and it's looking all sexy. <laughs> I'm like. He was Fuck a big. You, he, I saw Glenn because we did the 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 February 11th show was a roast. Yeah. Because like we got done with that show in uh, in uh, November, we're like I want to do another comedy show. Let's do something else. You know, this was a lot of fun. Let's yeah. let's mix it up. And I'm like roast. Let's do a roast. Be fucking great. I had no idea what a fucking nightmare that was going to be to put on. Yeah. But it ended up being what. But I, I with the the email with all the comics, I watched a roast for probably three straight weeks. Most of it was Cody going at Raj. <laughs> he called him what third world star yeah <laughs> third world star it was hilarious oh, they're just shit I'm just I want to jump in the email I'm like guys don't waste these these yeah. are great but I mean they just give away what we can sell yeah <laughs> well no we uh, <laughs> the great white hope we, yeah. you remember that I love yes, that movie I love that movie <laughs> that movie will never I not fucking, be funny to me Samuel L. Jackson. Oh God! Shut up, boy. You work for me. Oh God! <laughs> that movie was so fucking great, man. It really, really was. I love that. It's so never. Good. Wait, what, what movie? The Great White Hope. Uh, great White Hype. I've never seen it. Great White. So it's the Great White Hype. It's a uh, Samuel Jackson is kind of playing like a Don King type character. Okay. Uh, then they have uh, Damon Wayans, who's heavyweight Aww. champ of the world, whatever, and he's beating the shit out of everyone so bad that the the, the sales are down. So yeah. Samuel Jackson comes up with an idea where he's like, it's cool, man. I'm going to play the race card in a way that is just going to, well, I'm going to create a white champion for this guy to fight because then everyone's going to fucking want to Well, the thing that. they bring <laughs> up is like, because uh, the, 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 the joke that Sam Jackson, this would be my gratuitous nigga bomb, but he was like, white people are sick of watching niggas beat up niggas. <laughs> <laughs> so, oh no, as far as boxing, because yeah, boxing, yeah. Uh, one of the, nobody ever says it, but one of the draws in fighting is like, if the black guy, like I'm getting behind the black guy, if it's a white guy, white people get behind the white guy, yeah. it's like a primal thing. Yeah. And they pointed out, out that the highest grossing fight ever was Cooney versus Holmes, yeah. which Larry Holmes was the motherfucking man, and you don't even know who fucking yeah. Cooney was. No, and then uh, but that was the highest grossing fight because white people could get behind that, but you hadn't had that. So he's like, "Well, we'll create an artificial white challenger." That's a great satire. Terry it, Conklin from Cleveland. Terry Conklin, <laughs> Irish Terry Conklin. He's like, "I'm not Irish. <laughs> <laughs> don't worry about that." <laughs> Wait, so this is this is a whole like like a huge just, satire this, on boxing. That's, yeah, well, it's, yeah, that's yes, gold. Yes. It's boxing. It's 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 manipulating boxing, people, manipulating yeah, race. entertainment. What's it like? Ninety five? Is that when it was made? Ninety six. Because I remember it was when I was in Job Corps. Yeah, it was but yeah, it was, I've never it, seen it, the movie, but I could guess the day it was made. It's, it's, it's hilarious. Fuck, dude. I need to see it. It's really funny. Yeah. It's really really funny. Yeah. It just everything about it is just so. I mean, it's Damon Wayans. Yeah, Fucking he, Jeff I, Goldblum is in it. What? Wait, who's all in it? Samuel Jackson. Fox is in it. Yeah, Samuel yeah. Jackson, Damon Wayans, Jamie Foxx, Jeff Goldblum. Uh, fuck. Who plays the white guy? Terry Conklin. It's uh, he's actually oh, a famous director, Berg, but right? Peter Berg. That's yeah. who it is. Yeah, he's, he's actually more, no, more known for being a director. He directs like big blockbuster movies, but yeah, he did a few of those like um, super uh, rah rah, the one with Mark Wahlberg and um. Oh, like uh, Patriots Day, I think. That, he did. Didn't he do that? Well, he did Battleship too. That, oh yeah. Oh, that? he's the dude that did Battleship. Yeah, yeah. So, well, the only the good part about that movie was Rihanna. 
Well, yeah. yeah. That's a good part of any movie. I'm like, I hope Rihanna's in this. <laughs> yeah, that's not a good sign if that's the best part. If Rihanna movie. stars in any movie, I'm like, I hope it's a porno. <laughs> that's too much to say on the podcast. Do you remember, if we're, if we're <laughs> digging in the crates, like, do you remember that movie uh, where they were the ice skaters? Uh, Peter Berg was in it. This is like early 90s, maybe even late 80s. The cutting edge. C- yes. Oh <laughs> my god, dude, I love Brian, my oh, age Brian is getting. Oh, my, the, the, this, the, the age gap is just waging more and more right now. How old are you? Uh, forty-one. Oh, okay, I'm forty-two. Yeah. This makes complete sense. Twenty-five. Yeah. Yeah, so, yeah. I'm like, hey, you guys ever see Superbad? <laughs> like, that's me. That's me right that's now. So old school. Yeah. <laughs> I hate what I had. A, I had a joke I was trying to do like that a while ago. I was talking to this young white girl, and she was saying. I said something about ludicrous, like, and we just joke. When I move, you move. Just, she's like, I love old school rap. <laughs> <laughs> like, is, to me, and I at this point, I get it. It's 2020, and some of that came out like two. So some of it is like 15 or so years old. But to me, anything in the 2000s is not. That's old 2000s rap. But to me, even late hip-hop. 90s ain't rap. To me, old she, school is once you get like early 90s, 80s. You can go like like LL Cool J, KRS One. That's yeah, old school. Yeah, that's consider, old but I mean, to us, that is like yeah. like. Well, to me too. I mean, but even chronologically, if you think about the way it sound, the sound of rap, you yeah. know what I mean? Like, well, it's like very like, different. Yeah. yeah. I well, because like for me again, we were talking. It's funny we were joking around about like our favorite like hip hop songs and all mine my- were all mine were you know Nas from Illmatic and. Tribe Call Quest. Oh, like mine. Go upstairs, Brian. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> mine was the All the Lights remix with Big Sean and Drake. <laughs> I'm like, I don't fucking care about any of that. It's such a great song. But though. I mean, I, but I just. Brian. But it's hard for me to. It, it's hard for me to really even, again, even in the 90s, 95, 90, like when Low End Theory came out, it was like 94. Ooh, yeah, yeah. Low, no, Low End Theory was. Because uh, Men Might Marauders was like 4 or 5. Low End Theory was like That'd 2 be 3. Not, yeah. Because Low End Theory was like. Uh, yeah, because uh, that wasn't the first one with Benita Applebaum. That was like 91. Yeah. Low End Theory was Check the Rhyme Scenario and all that. So right, that right, was right. like 93. Yeah, yeah. And then mm-hmm. uh, Midnight Marauders was like five. And then the Love Movement, which I still never like. Oh, that's got right. Into. Yeah, I that, never got into that one. I, no, but, nobody did. But like, Beats, <laughs> Rhymes, and Life. Low yeah. End Theory, Midnight Marauders, yeah. those are st- still just classics. Oh, Midnight Marauders is so dope. Midnight Marauders oh, is really, really I'm good. I'm on the front of your cover. <laughs> it's like the, the, the girl who is the artwork on the cover of the album actually narrates the album. So it's kind of a concept album. Yeah. It's, it's, it's dope. Dude. Well, also, like, everyone that's on the cover of that album are just, again, just 90s. Yeah, 90s hip-hop artists. Yeah, because it's a million like tiny faces, and they all have the earphones on. And if you uh, look really... Because you can't really tell the distinctive features, so you look yeah. close. You're like, oh, shit, that's Buster Rhymes. It's kind of like Real, oh, We Are The World. Uh, yeah, I'm too young for this shit. I don't know. No, you're not. You know no, what? It's okay. I can this edit you This is one out. of my arguments <laughs> against that. I think part of it is just the way the culture has changed, but you can attest to, like, when we were young, stuff that was 20 or 30 years before us, we still knew. Yeah, because because it was, but the way things are now, there's too much. There's almost too much. So. Right, because there, there there was only three, five, eight, nineteen, twenty five, and forty three as yeah. far as channels. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then like reruns, I have seen every I Love Lucy. Dick well, yeah, Rock, no, I agree like, with that. All that I've seen all that shit. I, I listen to Frank Sinatra and like okay, Hello so, Cool so, J. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm used to everything, but I think it's like the it's definitely the age it's it's like the age gaps to where. 
I can know things from your generation, but you guys have way more details than I do. Well, and I also so I know KRS-One and LL Cool sure. J, and you guys are just like, yeah, that was more of the mainstream stuff. We know the underground stuff from yeah. there. Because I know the underground stuff from like like the 2000s. Not with like hip-hop, but with like a lot of pop culture. Well, I, I you think know? too also, like the, the other thing that I think in your generation where what we didn't have is I mean, dude, we had like fucking mixtapes and shit. Yeah, like what yeah. we made. Like you had to pass them. Like there was. Did you, no, did you like hand mixtapes to your friends? Yeah, there was no YouTube. There was toilet no Apple paper music. and stuffing them at the top yeah. of the cassette so that it would stay in yeah. when you would press record. <coughs> I don't press record. No, no shit. And also, it was impossible. It was not. It, it's not like it is now. Where yeah, I mean, you can just have a laptop and you Spotify. can blast it out to SoundCloud and boom, I'm a rapper. Like it was fucking hard. There, there weren't. You know, 500 new rappers coming out every six months. Yeah. Like and 12. rap wasn't like the dominant music. No, like, people were going platinum without having a single on the radio. NWA never had a single on the radio. Nope. You know what I mean? Like, and, yeah. then, and even like the pop, like the low end theory, like, okay, so you would hear it on like maybe Rap City, maybe Yo and TV Raps, Rap. Yeah. But even that was kind of under the radar. This was before TRL, so it wasn't yeah. like something that everybody was screaming about. You had to kind of be in and in of it but uh i think too though that's what helped and not purposely it's just the way it's time evolves but i think yeah. that's what helped the quality because uh i mean cds were around but we were using tapes you know what i mean so, yeah yeah so you had to kind of ha- not, not have a fast forward factor like a. Uh, an album had to be an Illmatic. It had to be a mm-hmm. Lowen Theory. It had to be a Light. You didn't have, have, have the time and people didn't have the patience yeah, for you to you, come you, out with trash. Yeah, you, you yeah. couldn't... Because even if you press fast forward, it's not like it's going to stop when it gets to the next song. You'll, yeah. you'll pass it and then you got to back up and then you got to yeah. go forward. And then, so, so you had to have a great album. Now everything is consumed in these kind of like Twitter. It's consumed in these small bites, bursts, yeah. little bursts of music, and, yeah. That, yeah. and that's how people do it. I mean, and not having, um, and 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 I ain't trying to do it. It was the best of times type shit because there are things it was just to, different to this age that makes it uh, better than some parts. But physically buying an album, coming home, looking at the artwork. Taking it, taking the stuff out of the case and just reading it. Some people would post their lyrics, others wouldn't. Spending your time well, listening to the yeah, song, song well, by saw, song. Like where the oh, samples yeah, yeah. of songs came well, from. Well, see, I, I relate to that. That's what I, I don't listen to. Like, I listen to singles. But real quick, my whole thing with now is that with, like, music at all, you can come out with a really good single, have, like, so many millions of hits, and but your albums, like, most albums are garbage. Oh, yeah. But one, there's one good song. We were talking about it a couple weeks ago. That's like, what I like, mean. They don't well, have album, the... They don't have the Album sales aren't a thing now, though. Yeah, it's all like, about it's singles. All, it's, it's downloads and so clicks. So they don't have yeah. that necessity yeah. to have yeah. this 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 package front to back physical thing that somebody's gonna have. It's not yours, which I love. Yeah. By the way, I I loved I loved buying that CD. As I'm walking to the car, I'm trying to rip that fucking thing yeah, off. It was plastic, so hard to yeah. get off. <laughs> Unwrap it, get that thing out, open it up. I was so happy when they had like when it was folded like seven times like oh there's so much cool oh, shit yeah. yeah when the yeah. lyrics were in there when there's just like a little collage of all the photos of like behind on, the... like when Love it came that. to rappers it was only a handful of rappers who would post their lyrics I remember I was so excited because I think Outkast they would do theirs mm-hmm. in there which yeah. was awesome I know about that yeah one thing about Outkast like this one I was I was hooked the first time I heard Southern Playlistic and like. Mm. That you, it took me a while to realize why they sounded so different. For one, yeah, it's Southern rap, but for two, they never used a sample. No, and they no. used a lot of live instruments, and that's one of the things. And this is like same with the Roots. 
Well, well, they're a band, period. Well, so yeah, but can. I mean, like, they... Well, but I mean, as far as, like, just coming from straight up, like, if it's just one or two people and a DJ. To, uh, this is something that the South brought, because you got that with A-Ball, MJG, and Ghetto Boys. Like, yeah. I would hear this shit, and me, like, being young and only listening to rap, I was like, what's that sound? And then later you realize, oh, that's a guitar. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. if you don't know how... Because I didn't listen to rock and roll, so I don't... No. You, you didn't... You don't know like what's because I'm like because when pre- I would hear yeah. Southern playlistic and it's just rolling the way the beat rolls, I'm like, well, that's not like a snare, that's not like a and they they're using like live instruments, but that's what made them so different. D- yeah. Oh. And plus, God, Andre's uh, we were just we were talking Andre's top five greatest rappers of all Dead time. Or alive, man. Yeah. Yeah. I mean. Yeah. Rushmore. He's amazing. Amazing, dude. Fucking amazing. Everyone's every, even like hip hop headset. I think Eminem has been to points. He's like, yeah, no, Andre's. Everybody. Like, you, you don't like that. no one. Like people don't fuck with Eminem. Everybody but no, I've never heard anyone say slander about Andre. Yeah, because well, they, they just got better though. And yeah. he was very humble, and he kind of just faded out like fucking Kaiser Soze. They just walked yeah. off into the. That's the way to do it, right? You make it big and slowly fade out. Yeah, Those two you, were a mix though. Like yeah. like Andre was not into like he. Back then, people were like, he's getting weird. Not really. He wasn't really getting weird. He was doing what people are doing now. It was just yeah. probably about 15 years ahead we, of everybody. We, right. Yeah. We were too close to see. Like, the shit that he did, that uh, CeeLo started picking up on some of it. Uh, because with I love that being Green. such like a braggadocio, like testosterone, male, black, ghetto-type music... When you start getting into amb- ambiguity, and now I'm I'm dressing like a way where people are like, is this too gay? Or yeah, like a, or, that's exactly you, what happened. When so, you start wearing a turban, and when right, you know, when you start like, doing all this weird shit, like people was just like, what is it? And actually, if you really want to go back, maybe it went full circle because African Bambada was talking about that's why they dressed the way they did. It was more of being a show. Yeah. And then when uh, Run DMC came along, they was like, we just go dress plain clothes. So in a way, yeah. it's like cycles. And At one time, the audience wants to see somebody that looks like them. So it's Run DMC and, oh, I wear those Adidas and I wear my jeans like that. Yeah. And then at other times, the audience wants to see a show. Like, if I'm like this, I want to see the artist that's doing something be this theatrical thing. Yeah. And I think all that gave birth to your Kanye's and all these mm-hmm, other yeah. type of more eclectic, different type of voices in rap yeah. that want to exist it because it just didn't have that space for that in, in this tough, like, black music, yeah. you know? It's, it's got to be an entertainment thing, thing, too, because, I mean, even Dennis Rodman, yeah. he was late in his NBA career, and then he started wearing dresses. Uh, late, even You can even say Lady Gaga. Yeah. When she got big, like she got hit singles and then she's getting nominated for awards and she's wearing fucking boxes yeah. as dresses. Oh, <laughs> she's wearing fucking masks. <laughs> yeah, like, like she's cane. Let me grab some fucking pork chops. Yeah. My yeah. Tits. <laughs> <laughs> like it's definitely Where's like an entertainment. fucking prime rep? <laughs> <laughs> no, it's in my coochie. That tonight. I'm wearing that tonight. <laughs> it's definitely an entertainment thing. Prime rib smells like sea bass. <laughs> like don't, you can't wear it there. <laughs> you can't wear it there. <laughs> so what? Uh, so what have you been doing during the last couple? Like, now that we've uh, dug into that, the '90s rap was way better than whatever Brian's listening to. <laughs> no, no, I will say this: yeah, it takes me a while to get into new rap, and I was actually gonna ask you since we're the same age. 
Where you listen to what I've been listening to the past few weeks? That new fucking Run the Jewels is the Run the Jewels is awesome. Yeah. yeah so, so we, we yes. honestly, we, so we were kind of fucking around. RJ Ford, do it, man. I've been, I've been trying <laughs> to do it. No, I'm not. Do I don't know. Do we'll it. see if I've been do trying it. to, but uh, do it. Do it. Do it. <laughs> I've been trying to like give some other stuff. There are some like current day stuff I can get into. I like the weekend. I can get into some Drake. I, I, I can't. I, I can't stand Drake. I actually I, have a whole set. I used to I've heard it. Yeah, it's really funny. <laughs> but I mean, because I like Drake, but it definitely opens my eyes up. But the, there's other ones that I just fucking do. Like Lil Uzi Vert. Little, little, remember that fucker I was making fun of? We were talking about like, This is like a recycle because we oh, did like two Yachty, episodes yeah, ago. Yeah, yeah. Little Yachty that caught in Minnesota. I still love it. It's that funny. That shit is horrible. It's catchy. You know what's funny? You talk and you know what? It is catchy because I can't get that shit out of my That's why he got lucky. Aurora's a genius. With because, that one song, but I, but I, again, I'm, I'm probably not the person that dude's targeting, but I don't get it. But man. but at, <laughs> but at the same time, I, the way I've chalked it up is like, it's partly what you're doing in your arc of life. Mm-hmm. We, when we was listening to when the Chronic came out, when the Low End there, what one of what arguably to me the best rap album ever and one of the best albums ever made, Tupac's Me Against the World. When that came out, that was nineties. That, that came five? out ninety five. Yeah, yeah. When yeah. that came out, it was like uh, that was literally where I was at in my life. I was sixteen. Like I, I had just moved. I came. I moved from the hood to like this fucked up little town. And then at the time, all my friends who was left back, one of my friends got murdered. Like everybody was going through all this shit. So you yeah. know, your your teen years is already all this angst. And then I got all these fucked up ghetto stories on my friends so that was literally the soundtrack of my life then you can relate to somebody it's like yeah word for word i used to rap that shit in my room is it that thing like, the first time you heard it you just kind of like you, you were just like kind of like backed up and it well, was like a meditation Honestly, the first time i heard it i didn't like it a lot of my favorite albums i didn't like the first time i didn't like ready to die first time i heard it is it because they're too real or, or but, is it no, like but because it was just it was just it was just a bunch of a collage of sounds. Yeah. And then once I started condensing it down to the actual lyrics, yeah. that's when I liked it. But but saying all that to say, like, I try to remember these kids, the music that's coming out now, they're having their first kiss to it. They're having mm-hmm. their first So it, it's yeah. that, it's a different space in their mind mm-hmm. than it is for us. Like we've been through that. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. Like so That's fair. So now and I think that's why I like that Run the Jewels because like uh Killer Mike and um and El Producto, both of them are in their forties now. Yeah. They've been rapping forever. The the stance that they come from. And then it kinda reminds me of a Gnarls Barkley album in the sense to where it just starts and it goes. And the songs are only like three minutes long or so, so it ain't super long. Yeah. The album itself is probably barely 40-something minutes. So it just starts and goes. It grabs you. Yeah. And, it, it, it's, and, it's, and it's, like I said, because we, we've, I've got that fuck this bitch, suck my dick energy out of me for the most part. <laughs> so so, so, I, yeah. so I, I try to remember like all the knuck if you buck and all this shit that, which I know at this point that's old, but like, all that type of shit that ain't for you, John. That's for kids who are who are yelling at. It's their past mom. your time. Yeah. So yeah, so yeah. I try to remember that when I come to that, but I still like the fact that Nas is out there that run the jewels I because this is rap's test to see if we can have our Rolling Stones, if we can yeah. have our Paul McCartney, if we can have if Jay Z can keep going. Like if, if the old these, artists can recreate themselves right, and, and stand the in a new generation, going, if the roots can be our our Beatles, or uh, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah. I, I think you need to make. That, the I never that, thought about that. Like I think that. you can even make the argument. I mean, Jay Z stops right now. I think that's your Zeppelin. You know that that's yeah. the hip hop. 
I don't want him to, though. Yeah. Oh no, no! Well, no, he's no, the I godfather of hip. He he he's self-proclaimed. Well, I don't know self-proclaimed, but like he's godfather of of rap. That's his like title. Nah, I wouldn't necessarily say that. I think it's because he's just been a re- he's been like relevant for like yeah. over over twenty years. Uh, ah, yeah, yeah, but yeah. when I think of godfather, I think you have to go back to more pioneers than yeah. Yeah, but how long were the pioneers? I mean, it's like it's the longevity thing. It's like the LeBron mean, he, Jordan he, he argument. He is the first one I mean, he's to on have a Rushmore. run the way he had a run. Because yeah. even though like uh, Dre's got a hell of a run, he's got more spaces between his projects. Mm-hmm. And Dre is like 75, 80% producer. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? So even when he was quiet, you heard his beats. Jay-Z released an album every single year mm-hmm. from 96 yeah. until what, 2003, four. Yeah, and then he took that break, and then he released another one every year for the or every other year for the next like decade. Yeah, and then he was, and then even uh, my one of my favorite Kanye albums is or uh, Kanye and Jay Z is uh, Watch, Watch the, the Throne. Throne. Oh, dude, I saw it's that. It's so amazing. I saw that concert, and uh, you saw it. Yes, I was. Where was in, that in Cleveland? No, the closest one was in Pittsburgh. Me and my sister went. We got uh. tickets. We were fourth row back, like. Like, Kanye was, like, where that fucking refrigerator is. Maybe a little further back. No shit. Like, and, uh, and, like, they start playing the music that you hear in the interlude in that album. Yeah. Dun, 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 dun. And then the lights go down, and then oh. they come back up, and Kanye's right there in a leather skirt. <laughs> <laughs> and then they, and they, and the first song they did, I remember, was Ham. Because that was one of the songs that I did not like on that album. But when yeah. I when you hear Ham it's live, live oh, yeah. oh it's my. You go, I hate that song, but then you know all the lyrics. I love, but, but <laughs> it all comes together because the way the bass hits in that song, it was like wind. Like, so it's just all this wind coming at you. Yeah. Especially when you're that close. Yeah, yeah. and then when the, when the lady does the opera part at the end and it, it just turns into this huge... Huge sonic thing. It's it's, it's turns a, into a spectacle. Know, that's a, that's a real. <laughs> that thing, sounds. I've, dope. I've gone to shows of like bands, acts that I love, and they'll play a song which I like, but then you see it live, and you're like, "Fuck, I didn't realize how much I love." And it. then you listen, yeah. and then you listen to it when you leave, and you go, "Wow, that means because you had the experience." You're like that fucking means something now. Yeah. Me and uh, I, me and Patrick went to uh, uh, down to Nashville. Like we flew down for a day just to see. We you went flew, to, so what was that like forty five minutes barely? <laughs> No, because I know people who go to Florida. About an hour. It's a little it's, over an hour. Yeah, yeah. Wait, Florida's um, only an hour? No, mm-hmm. Florida's, Florida's two. Not, yeah, it's barely I two. thought you said, like, like, uh, like Detroit. You're like, yeah, we flew to Detroit. And you're like, 45 minutes? And I was like, yeah, probably total. <laughs> well, maybe. Well, mainly because we're like, because we're going to Nashville, too. So we want to hang out a little bit. Yeah. But, like, we couldn't. You know, it's kind of like a last-minute thing. We went to see a perfect circle. That's uh, uh, the guy from Tool, the lead singer. It's his other band. Oh, okay. Where we, Maynard over yeah, there. he and I are huge fans. Maynard. And, uh, this is at the time where we're like... <laughs> they're, I'm wrong, like him. No, no, you just said Maynard. <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't say it like that. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, you're fine. He's not listening. No. <laughs> but, uh, but we flew down there because we're like, we're both huge fans. We were pretty sure this was the last tour they were going to do. Yeah. He's been pretty... This all went to shit later because they came out with a new album and toured. But we're like... He'd been pretty vocal, like, probably never going to make another album touring. I'm, like, 55. I don't do that shit. Yeah. So we're like, got to go. So we yeah. dropped a lot of money on these tickets to go down and see him in Nashville. And yeah. they did two songs that I like, but when I saw them live, now it's just different when I hear them. Yeah. And one yeah. was, it was this uh, song called uh, Counting Bodies Like Sheep, and it was the same thing. It was, it was It's bass heavy, bass and bass, kick drum heavy, and... It's just different. It's like a six-minute song, and the whole thing—it was like the whole arena was kind of 
just bumping, and man, it was feel it, man. it's, it's yeah. different. The vocals were perfect, and it, and it wasn't. They're like also not like a band that you, know, you ever see a band that sucks live. Like you love them, but you see them live, they're terrible. I've seen plenty, yeah. and, but they weren't like that. And they they're also really theatrical yeah. when they when they play. It's yeah. it's a it's a spectacle. Like the first song they played with a white veil covering the entire stage, and because of the way that the light was hitting them, every band member was 40 feet tall nice. just because they, they were yeah, getting shot yeah, from that's behind. so cool and it looks incredible yeah that's but, fine. That's, and, that looks and awesome. they play a lot in dark like they don't really care about yeah. the paint scene so i as soon as you said that i was like yeah i know exactly what you mean because when that song came on ever since i've listened to it since i'm taken right back to watching oh, it there yeah. and it's different i love that's, the song that's, that's one of my great favorites. thing about music man yeah. like really good music like it like you get goosebumps, you could feel oh, it. Yeah. So I've had times like you laugh by yourself, you'll cry. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like it, it becomes just, timeless in every emotion. It, yeah, it just takes you to a different place. Man, get that from the jewels, man. <laughs> <laughs> RJ Four. So, I've seen the opposite in terms of like down at the Winchester, down the street. Yeah. I've seen you know, a, a band play there, and I'm just like, fuck. It's the exact opposite. Oh, well, when love it, when the song, just, but yeah. I mean now it's like there's 40 people here. I feel like I was invited personally. Yeah. <laughs> it's just so fucking cool. Yeah. yeah. So it's yeah. I saw Wiz Khalifa in 2012 in high school. I don't remember the experience because I got really high, <laughs> <laughs> and I didn't even bring weed. Well, yeah, <laughs> like, Wiz people yeah. start. Hey, I was like, someone's like, "How was the Wiz Khalifa concert?" I was like, "Wait, I was at a concert." <laughs> no idea. <laughs> We're talking about these amazing experiences, seeing live acts, and how we love and appreciate. You're like, I saw Wiz Khalifa. I remember. Shit. Yeah, no, I have no idea. That's why I'm like, all right, yeah. You, I mean, I have the to... concert, man. If you could remember it, you weren't there. Yeah, man. yeah, man. <laughs> That's fucking so like the sixties, man. <laughs> No, I saw I saw this new um this new her name's Poppy. She was like on YouTube like four years ago. She do like she was like this little white girl with like blonde hair, yeah. and she was like like she'd be like I'm Poppy, and she would just say like creepy things in like a sweet way. And she got into I'm not into metal. She started doing she started like singing songs, but then death metal. Yeah. Like and then she, and then the death metal would slow down. She'd start singing. Yeah. And I became a big fan of her with her concert. Uh well I became a fan before a concert her album came out and I listened to her album and I fucking loved it and then she performed in Detroit February first right before we shut down for the uh, pandemic yeah. I drove with my my little sister's friend me and her drove like two hours down to Detroit and uh it was like like she she fucking was killing because she, she's like my age. I had a huge fucking, I still have a huge fucking crush on her because she's weird and she's singing. I'm like, oh, she's fucking hot. And all of a sudden, and then she's rocking out. I'm like, oh, shit. But yeah, uh, the, just well, the, the funny, the <laughs> coolest thing. a soft dick in the house. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, man. She got me going. But then the, the craziest thing is because then she threw out some surprises. You guys remember that song, All the Things She Said by Tattoo? It was like yeah, 2002. Yeah. She, I was just about to say, the way you are telling this, it reminds me of Tattoo in yeah. the way that it's this, sexual, this visually sexual thing. But those girls, I remember, yeah. they, they were like Russian or something. Right? Yeah, they, they were Russian. <laughs> they were like 14, 15 when they came out. Because I remember like, cup, yeah. everybody was like, dude, there's how old? Yeah, that's an alright song. <laughs> yeah, she did a cover of that with metal playing in the background, and she's and I was just I remember I just caught myself singing. And I was like, "Oh man, <laughs> I'm in too deep." Yeah. And then she looked at you in the eyes like, "Deeper." Yeah, deeper. <laughs> because she'd be like, "Thanks for coming out, guys. This is so much fun." She said, and I'm like, "Ah." Uh. <laughs> <laughs> oh god! Like you know what you're doing. Yeah, but I, I that was the first. I haven't been to concerts in fucking years. Oh, I went. To, I saw Jay Z uh, Magna Carta 
in 2013. I saw that one at only concert I've been to outside. I've only been to Jay-Z concerts. Only concert I've been to outside of Jay-Z is I went to a, a couple Logic concerts. You went to, oh, who who did Logic? Was that at Blossom? I did the Blossom one, and then I did the one when he went to Nautica. Who, who, wait, who was the, the other performer? Because he toured, who did he tour with? At them, Blossom, both of them? he was with g Easy. Oh, I remember. Uh, That's why I didn't go. Yeah. <laughs> well, I don't know any of g Easy. I, I didn't even know anything about Logic. This was me, once again, being jaded, hip-hop dude. And then this uh, that incredible true story came out, and it that's was like, one of my favorite albums. Actually, it was a it was a concept album. It was like it was it was probably the best concept album I had heard in years. One of the best. Albums. The artwork's great. It's that like they're all in space and like, everything. It, it's because it, it got it has throwbacks to Tribe. It has throwbacks to Outkast in it. Uh, the way he does the drums in the beginning is how kind of the way Kanye did. Yeah, he started getting flack for that, like because he was kind of you know doing. So many different styles. It was too retro for a new artist. And in my mind, I just, I just like some of the throwback of it, and it just sounded new. I kind of, I was just talking to my girl about this. I kind of feel bad for him because he kind of fell off and just started like I think all the success and shit started fucking with him. But honestly, uh, he's got anxiety and shit. Yeah, from yeah. that the suicide song, the one eight hundred song. Yeah. After that, because then he started doing banger, like 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 solo bangers. Yeah. But then people start shitting on him. Yeah, I, I think then, uh, uh, under pressure and the incredible true story, yeah. and then that first Bobby Tarantino, to me, uh, those are the ones. That was for that was the one forty four bars, right? Yeah, Bobby oh, Tarantino. Forty four bars is yeah. shit. Yeah, I know some people listen to like fucking logic sucks, but he was. His, <laughs> his, uh, I'm telling you that incredible true story at the end of it. Actually, that's one of the things that got me started in comedy because at, no the, shit. En- at the end of that song, it has that Island Watts quote. And he was talking about um, whatever you really want to do, just do it and forget the money. Yeah. Because whatever you do, uh, if you like it, somebody will like it, and then somebody won't mind paying for it. But don't chase, don't spend your life chasing money. And I was at this point in my life where everything was like, I'm in my mid thirties. Everything's. Like I need just, money just, and. Well, not just not even so much the need money thing of it. It's just like I'm not doing what I love. And then I yeah. had this dream of wanting to do comedy, and then that's starting to go away. And and like and you you're just thinking about your bills, and it's like you're it's like what the fuck? Like I'm getting grown, and I'm not doing what my dream. And then I never wanted to tell people it because it felt like it was frivolous. But then I started thinking like. I'm a mortal being. I'm already in my 30s, so I'm going to be old before I know it. So yeah. why not do what you love mm-hmm. instead of just doing this dumb shit? And then and and that was the catalyst for it. And then when I started doing comedy, it was so true. Like yeah. that shit that people I would hear like 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 when you hear rock stars and people be like, "Oh, when you perform it's better than sex." And you like, "Yeah, right." But it's you, real. Man. You do a killer set, man. I, I could dude. like eight, eighteen, like eighteen blondes come there up to me afterwards, no and I'm like, I already came. No blowjob that compares. <laughs> I came. Yeah, there is no <laughs> blowjob that compares to like killing. Like I've only done MC spots at improv and hilarity. Well, I got to, I did get to do a, 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 a feature before, but at, at improv, at hilarities, but it was like the open feature. Oh like, yeah, I remember yeah. that was like probably like eight months ago or something. Yeah, right? yeah. But either way, like, so not even, like, doing, like, headline type shit, but doing a set at a bigger club that's sold out and fucking killing, uh, 
Oh man, dude, you fucking Kanye, you can't tell me nothing <laughs> like that. Was, oh my, like the adrenaline and like and it, and and then uh, back to like that song making me want to do comedy. It's like for something to bear fruit for this thought that you had. Like, even, like, you doing your show and putting on a show and having this podcast, just this thought, I'm sure you kicked this around with friends for a minute, and then to finally do it and to have it bear fruit and people come up to you, like, man, that was awesome. And even shit you weren't even thinking about, like, you focusing on this part and they, they bring up some some tag part of it, and they're like, oh, this is great. It's, it's it, Nothing's better than that, dude. It, it, no, you're not. Nothing's better, no, dude. That, that, that's legit. You know, we, we, he and I were joking around about this. We did an interview with a... Uh, uh, Someone had us on their podcast like two hours ago. Yeah. They're asking us how you know kind of what we got started and things like that. And the the way it got started was simple, stupid, and probably the way they all start is me and someone else are sitting around and we think we're fucking funny and interesting. Yeah. So we're like, oh well, obviously people want to hear more of this. <laughs> there's some ego involved for sure, but it's also yeah, but you have to. But it's yeah. also there's validation. I, I I needed someone to be like, and sometimes maybe I even still do. I needed validation for someone to be like, hey, that was good. I don't need a lot. If someone's like, that last episode was good, I'm like, that'll get me through the weekend. Thank you. You know, it's other As and, human and that's, beings, it's we, we all need that. Yeah. It's hard yeah. to admit that, like you said, because Especially like, if it's something that you really like. Yeah, yeah, because you're so close to it and you and you don't want to feel like this thing that you that's close to you put out there and, and somebody is like, Oh, that wouldn't shit. Yeah. <laughs> so that that yeah, sucks. But for sure. I never forget, man, I heard this shit years ago and it's really true. At the center of every mm-hmm. single human conflict is somebody who doesn't feel validated yeah it's a human need love hate fear doing something nice for someone even serial killers have done i bet a serial someone who just murdered someone saw an old lady when he was just like doing groceries drop a bag and serial killer's like here you go and she goes oh he's so sweet then he just walks away with a bloody knife part of of being (laughs) a serial killer from the little shit i know about it is like um Good save. I thought you were going to be like, so when I'm selecting my victims. <laughs> Black people kill for money. We don't serial kill. <laughs> we don't that, do it for joy. Except the dude. Except the, we don't the do DC it for boners. Yeah. We do it for money. Yeah. Yeah. Except the DC sniper. <laughs> he was. He kind of fucked up our run. But. Wait, 2001 was a pretty bad year, too. Uh, <laughs> was that 2001? Or 2002? Yeah, what, what's it? Sowell. Anthony Sowell? Yeah, yeah. With the sun, right? Yeah. yeah. Let's just spend the rest of the time trying to prove that there are black serial killers. <laughs> oh, well, 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 you know what? Somebody, somebody made a joke about that. Like, like anything else, it probably is. But like, police ain't gonna give us that type of credit. Like, oh, this is just some dumb. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's like black. Oh, or- it's well, like black organized crime. It's like yeah. it exists, but they're not gonna give us the validation yeah. to do anything at a high level. Like, <laughs> like everything. Yeah. Is it's funny. kind of a funny thing because there's actually. I don't want to say a ton, but there's not a few amount of. I don't know if you've ever seen the show uh, Mindhunter on Netflix. The second, no, but I know what you're talking about. So yeah. the second, it's it's an awesome show. Yeah, it's all about serial killers and how the FBI started kind of even coining the phrase serial killer. The entire second season is about a serial killer that's in Atlanta killing children, and it ended up being a, oh William Wayne. Yeah, but they reopened that yes, one because they they uh the it's a lot of proof that like the Klan and like different. Sex, we're trying to get this race war shit started. Uh, yeah, off. I very oh. much recommend looking into it later. The show doesn't really. The first time I heard of William Wayne was on Outcast album. Only thing we oh, fit yeah. was William Wayne. 
that's a but that's a that that's a the first time I heard it was from Andre three thousand. That is such a no funny way shit. to put that. There's dude. actually black zero killers, but they don't want to give him the credit. Yeah. <laughs> Seriously. Remember the dude there who are, was though. There remember, actually remember are. Remember the dude who was in Cleveland who was killing the, the prostitutes so well. or whatever? And, and so well. Yeah. And he in was, his backyard, uh, right? Yeah, and, buried uh, in his yard. And they were, they were saying it was like that, that uh, deli or meat uh, place that was near there. Because the bodies were and rotting. And these people had spent thousands of dollars redoing they, they plumbing and all this because there was all this smell coming up. I know someone who bought meat at one of those it, places. It, it's, it's kind of it's like it's like that joke about the joke when the when the uh, I can't operate on it, it's my son and then it's really because it's, it's the a, mom it's that's the doctor because your yeah. your mind won't even go there no. <laughs> they're like well, yeah. well it's got to be this meat place it can't be some <laughs> some black dude killing for some <laughs> psychotic <laughs> reason they only kill for money <laughs> it can't be a serial killer black people live across the street so we're fine yeah, there. We're it's, it's, so, it's clearly this. Terribly aged meat from this yeah, deli. It, it, it's so it's just so funny, like the human psyche and what will. I remember reading um, Malcolm X, and he was talking about when he was uh, a criminal before he got into all the Nation of Islam shit. He said yeah. one of the ways that he would uh, he got away before when he was like robbing houses is he actually went up to the cop and uh, like asked for directions and was like like having a rapport with them. Yeah, because he knew he was like. Cops think we're too stupid to even do something like this. Yeah. So they wouldn't even put it in their mind that I'm fucking stealing from these people and bold enough to walk in front of them. It's yeah. a psychological trick you could use yeah. outside of race and stuff. It's just when one person presumes that this person wouldn't even think like it's like people who like my girlfriend would never cheat on me and yeah. she's like in a gangbang <laughs> like, it's like that, that's her third gangbang yeah. yeah that's why i never I, I always try to be of the mind like you never put anything past anybody like yeah anybody any, anyone, is, anyone's anyone is capable of going crazy yeah well no that, anyone that, they, when you think about like the the uh, that when someone sees something they just can't foresee that that's actually what it is there's yeah. actually just another example of this was in the uh, there's this uh, movie with Lawrence Fishburne called Always Outnumbered, and there's a scene where he's in a diner with, you know, what, if you want to call it like a street thug, whatever. He's wearing like a tracksuit, yeah, just kind of whatever. Yeah, being kind of it was also kind of goofy. It was like stereotypically shitty. Uh, oh, is this the one on HBO? Where yes, the, yeah, it was an HBO movie. So, yeah, it was in like the, it, it, the school bus diner thing. Right. Yeah, so, yeah exactly. Oh, okay. I, I saw. So yeah. it's, a, it's a great movie, and uh, but. Uh, so this guy starts going about how he commits crime, how how he steals cars. So what he does is I walk up to somebody. Granny's a lot more graphic about it. I'm not going to do that part. <laughs> but he's talking about I'll walk up to somebody and I'll put a knife in their neck and they'll give me their car. And then as soon as that happens and he takes off his tracksuit, he's wearing like a three-piece suit under it. And he's like, no one's going to pull me over. Cop pulls me over. I'm like, what's the problem, officer? He's going to see my suit and be like, this is clearly not the man I'm looking for. Yeah. yeah. And I was like, Fuck, that's probably true. Because I'd be like, well, why would a guy wear a suit to rob somebody? Yeah. Clearly, I'm like, that's, I'm not trying to give this criminal props. But no. <laughs> I mean, it's it's one of those kind of psyche things that you talked about. That That's actually where that joke about the I can't operate on this uh, this person because it's my son. Yeah. Yeah. Everyone, at least the thought is, everyone immediately goes to, like, oh, how is it his son? Yeah, He's, the the father was in the accident, too. Yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah and I'm yeah. like, oh, it's because the doctor's a mom and you're just a piece of shit that can't yeah. think yeah, that women can't be but, but it, that's a That's a fun, like thought experiment to do sure. yeah it, it challenges your your brain to like uh like you say go in this place that it that is feels counterintuitive like yeah. like whoa what, why are we 
are we thinking about that? Yeah. So. Have you have you guys ever known about you guys ever read about the Stanford prison experiment? Yeah. No. So so the Stanford prison experiment, it was in Stanford, I think it was the late seventies, yeah. mid late seventies. It, it was kinda like around and, yeah, it was like yeah. the late seventies. So, so, so what happens is there's this professor and he goes, I want to do this experiment and he pays a bunch of these kids in the summer. And like college kids. College kids, yeah. Like set like probably like seventeen to twenty. Around that age, yeah. and he and he pays them all, and he goes, "Yeah, we're going to be part of an experiment." So he puts half of them as prisoners, half of them as guards, and they change these classrooms and this like like part of the school. They turn it into a prison, and then like part is like 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 they create cells out of like some of the boardrooms, and then they also turn like a like a little like police station. So at first, all the prisoners and the guards like they all get dressed up and they all get told like, "Hey, yeah, you know all this little stuff about like their background." And then the prisoner, like they're all goofing around at first, and then all it t- all it took was one kid to believe he was a cop. Yeah. For then all the other cops to believe they're cops, and they start fucking with the prisoners. And the prisoners like, man, this bullshit. He's being an asshole. And the prisoners start believing they're prisoners. And this is like day one. Yeah. I think day two, a prisoner like start went to the warden. Yeah, yeah. No, I don't think they did. <laughs> Finally. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, tell me about yeah. it. <laughs> I think day. <laughs> Everybody's like, it's over. Yeah. <laughs> it's done. <laughs> Well, I guess <laughs> day two. So, some say stop. Yeah. Well, so, some prisoner starts like crying. He's like, I need to go. Like he's like, I'm losing my mind. I need to go home. And he's freaking out. Like it's real life. So they take him out and they put another prisoner in. And then they watch these fake prisoners turn against this start new prisoner. The guy, like yeah. they start. Like the professor starts having like the police, the the, the kids as police officers. Like, they start treating this new prisoner better than the original ones. So the original ones start hating on this new kid. This is, like, day two or day three. It's only supposed to be, like, a three-day process, I believe. Two or three it's, days. It's, and then yeah. the, the, the guy, the professor who's running it, eventually goes, we need to do this longer. And then it's, like, and then the, some people got to be, like, no, dude, you got to chill. <laughs> <laughs> you got to relax. And he re- <laughs> it's, it's, it's kind of an experiment into how your personalities can be altered by maybe a title or a position or a directive you've been oh, given. Yeah, yeah the, how the subconscious will take over. prison guards Very Lord of the like Flies. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's based very, on, yeah. Uh, yeah. what, the Heart of Darkness or whatever. Yeah. yeah. But, yeah, it's, 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 it's the site. It's, it's what this whole thing people are talking about with the cops and all this other stuff. Yeah. yeah. Like, people who are... Um, Outside of it, uh, uh, of course, stereotypically, I've had a lot of encounters with cops. <laughs> some my fault, some not. But uh, but but you can you can <laughs> you can smell it like you can the 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 authority. You yeah. know what I mean? And and the just, tone changes. And, and just in what that does, you know what I mean? And, mm-hmm. and how that makes the how that makes a person uh, treat somebody. I've even I've even felt it myself as a man. Like sometimes with the way you deal with women, you yeah. know what I mean. And like, uh, don't get me wrong, I try not to, but it's like it's one of those knee-jerk things that you could feel in the back of your mind that you kind of gotta check yourself. Like, let me not try to dominate this person um, yeah. as far as like uh, like belittling her, what she thinks, or 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 like micro type shit. Like, like bitch, we doing it how I want to do it. <laughs> you know? What yeah. I mean? Like, like we're all human at the same at the end of the yeah, day. I think, man. I stuff like that uh like where we're at with school like use the first few years to okay so you, you can write and read and you can count and shit and the way we interact as humans now that's the type of thing that should be dealt with because this is what we're dealing with when we become adults and yeah. then you deal with all all these mini fucking cell phone things that you see and not just police interactions but but just like you say interactions with 
with any have or have not. You know yeah. what I mean? Whether it be United States versus this, this man versus this woman, police versus civilian. You yeah. have to, you got to kind of, you know what I mean? Because I was thinking like, like I'm not going to go super down this road, but like I was thinking with the defund the police thing, which I totally uh, uh, agree like uh, with and like we got to restructure this shit. Yeah. But part of my brain was thinking like uh, just psychologically the way humans are, I don't, trust me, I don't want police, but psychologically, the way humans are, it's kind of like any regulation. Human beings will do what they can get away with. Yes. Yeah. And if there isn't something, because uh, that's the thing on the other side, like how rich people, a lot of times, they want to cut regulations so they could do more. And yeah. it's like, yeah, there is a lot of bureaucracy, but uh, like that Chris Rock joke, the only reason we have minimum wage it's because if it wasn't against the law, they'd pay you less. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like, so you kind of always have to have certain things in place because humans, uh, I was listening to uh, the Bill Burt podcast earlier. Yeah. And um, Bill Burt was talking about, like, people go socialism, communism, uh, capitalism, this and that. And he was like, I think it's just humans. I think whatever system gets into a human's hands you would inevitably have corruption and things yeah. like this because it's bound we're to happen. self-serving. So the thing we need to do to the your thought or the thought experiment is know that that's there, know that this person has this inclination. Be aware of it. And have a, kind of that law where uh, you can't testify against your spouse in court because yeah. they know you're going to lie. So you have to have certain things embedded in the law that that deals with how you know human nature is going to be for yeah. sure, and I agree. In terms of what are you talking about, communism, socialism, they're they're all corrupt, and they all exactly, they, and, they, they, and they, both, they can they're all going to be still be run by people. It's only going to be a yeah. few yeah. people running them. Uh, uh, capitalism started because it's like uh, you came from this area of uh, monarchs and shit like this, and the con the wealth was concentrated in the monarchy and things like this. And it's like, yeah. wouldn't it be better if anybody could have their own business and grow sure. it? And yeah. that's awesome. And then, uh, but after a while, money starts getting funneled to the top, and it only it only works for the people at the top. And then communism and socialism comes around. And like, wouldn't it be great if everybody was equal and we didn't have to worry about the people at the top running stuff? Yeah. But eventually, the few people at the top who make all these rules have all the money. Yeah. And the people. Yeah. So, so it's like it's like no matter what system you have, each one has a flaw. People are, are yeah. going to be inclined. The few people who have are going to slowly make it in their in their advantage yeah well, I, mean, I i yeah i think like like with humans and society honestly it's bad things are always gonna happen it's a sad truth but i mean if a problem will get fixed but it's like life like 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 I, i'll have a problem and i'll fix it but you know what the next day is gonna happen i'll have another problem well, society it's, it's, and humans we're always we're always gonna yeah. like the people that are on the bottom like 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 everyday folk like some someone that makes like eight dollars an hour that works at McDonald's if they had the power subconsciously like if they lose control of who they are they become the villain that they hated when they were making five Any, bucks. anybody can be corrupted people yeah who, yeah people who get abused uh, abused yeah hurt, hurt it's a people hurt it's a cycle. people that was you know uh, I mean? yeah. I, yeah it's yeah, sadly that. a real thing I don't I I I, I, I tried to ignore it for a couple like like anytime I'd like chronologically think about it I was like no yeah this stuff's not gonna happen but the other day like it's sadly gonna happen we just gotta like if you're just in the opposite side of the situation I think we need to know how to handle it and how to fight against it and then once we win. If we win, once we win, we need to learn how not to become the enemy yeah. that I, we I, fought I, against. I, I think it's the, really it's a psychological thing. The, the, I don't. The biggest, I, to me, the biggest detriment, regardless of what system you're trying to follow, is apathy. 
Yeah. yeah. I mean, that that's what... So, take capitalism. So, capitalism... I, I agree with capitalism. I think if you can build something that... that build something or create a service that people want, you can make money off that, fucking fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but the problem with that is that if someone gets too powerful, I'm not saying that Jeff Bezos is a piece of shit or whatever. That guy creates jobs. Yeah. Creates jobs, man. I'll move your city if you give me millions of dollars. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck you, dude. Yeah. I want free shipping. <laughs> well, well, sorry. sorry, go. No, go, it's go. okay. No, it's, it's okay. It's okay. I, what I, I wasn't mean, like, he's not a golf buddy. But what I mean is, like, if he, but once he gets, it's up here and now you're not playing with you know got to pay my mortgage now you're playing with literally hundreds of millions of dollars a day yeah your decision making process is going to be very very different it's going to change going to affect 95 percent of the people below you because right, exactly. everyone is fucking below you yeah now the other side of that is say like say socialism where they're like what if everyone was be equal that's awesome the problem is and not from a racial standpoint everyone isn't equal yeah. There are people that are just born with more advantages, whether you want to call them physical, intellectual. That's just true. Yeah. Okay. Jonah Hill and Mike Tyson weren't born on the same platform. <laughs> and, Tyson, and Tyson just worked harder. Wait, wait, that's can, just can, not the thing. But can know? we just picture Jonah Hill being Mike Tyson <laughs> and Mike Tyson being Jonah Hill? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Mike Tyson's got the voice to be Jonah Hill. He does. Yeah. Mike Tyson's Jonah pretty Hill funny. Be Tyson. He could never be Mike Tyson. <laughs> Mike Tyson could be Jonah Hill. Yeah, and it's kind of an extreme example. I think I heard on the rogan podcast he was talking about and i use mike tyson because he used a kickboxer that i don't think anyone knew but yeah. it's sad with him it's like that's that's real though yeah. yeah those two weren't born on the same playing field and jonah hill's like i'd rather eat and tyson's like i'm gonna work out and they but they could have got to the other way yeah. no fucking way yeah tyson was just born with gifts that fucking he's born yeah. with like well, just part of that is that it's that paradox too that people talk about of like uh like i grew up poor but then eventually, like, uh, my parents got to a better place. And they're not well off, but, you know, they're, they they just got okay. better. They, they do okay now. And then you try to instill stuff in your kids. But then you end up raising these kids that didn't have that adversity that you have. And that adversity that you had made you the person you are now. Now you are raising people who, like, you wanted to give them all this stuff. But it's like, how do I raise somebody who has integrity and character, but uh, you also don't want them to suffer the way you did? Like yeah. certain things that I went through in my life. It can very easily have a negative impact on Yeah. Them. Certain things that I went through in my life that made me the type of person I can think how I am. I would I I would cry if that happened to my kids. Yeah. The, the, like like that that best case scenario. Well, what is it? <laughs> environment. What is it? Environment, behavior, and there's another one. What 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 shape a child? What shape like not a child but like a youth thinking? It's the environment they're raised in, the behavior. The circle, the circle of friends. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Environment. It's a circle of friends. It's a, I, I forgot the third one. It's, I, it's I, their I, environment. I, well, I I've, I've heard the one nurture versus nature. Yeah, it's it, it's it's similar to nurture versus nature. I forgot the three of them, but one of them's like the environment they're raised in, um, like watching around behavior that's accepted. To them, like if you do again, if you do a bad thing and you don't get repercussions, yeah. psychologically in your head, you don't find nothing, you don't find anything wrong with that. So you can keep doing that. And your moral stance is yeah. not has not changed. You haven't had the oh, I stole something, I never got caught. It's like okay, that means I could steal again. Well, I mean, and, and if I don't get yeah. caught, then it's not wrong. It's just how yeah, it is. It's kind of like when you hook up with the with the beautiful spoiled girl. It's fun, but when you when you're around somebody that's entitled and who's never like like not to get sexist, but yeah. like. 
No, tell let's do it. I'm t- fine. T- yeah. tell him a, <laughs> He's married. Telling a Nothing beautiful woman no, or even once you you hooked up with that person and she's your girlfriend or your wife, but especially when she's just your girlfriend, and if you like, and we've all gone through this as men, like probably just a handful of times, but yeah. you reject a woman sexually. The the their oh. mind the the way because they're just not used to it they and once again yeah. like the like the psychological thing their mind can't even go there yeah uh, and I've I got called like you're you you're immediately either cheating or you're gay either yeah. either your your dick stinks or you've been fucking some bitch and or I, like, or and like, even if they think you're either one you could probably still hook up with them <laughs> oh yeah no but 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 that's a that. Uh, Fucking, I shit you not, we talked about this four hours ago. We did. We were talking about, like, the ability for a man or a woman to have, and not to, to put it in simplest terms, yeah. to have sex. Like, Women, it's way if easier. If I wanted to go have sex, oh, yeah. if I yeah. wanted to say I'm not married, I'm single, I wanted to have sex tonight, it's not going to happen. If I wanted to have sex, say, in, like, October. I gotta start hitting the gym. I gotta. Oh, hit, I, gotta, I, gotta it's a whole thing. I gotta start looking good. I gotta yeah. make sure that my resume. You gotta add a couple. I, add I, a couple I girls on Facebook. Money, so I got this. Yep. My <laughs> wife, if she needed to, could just go to get go and sweats and Crocs, eating a drumstick. They just gotta put and out the bad like, signal. Sex. Yeah. Five people would be like. Well, we'd like. Would you consider one? She'd have options. Yeah, their biggest thing would be like, like, like when we did uh, the the show is cutting people off. Like, all right, we're full. We're yeah. full. Yeah. yeah. If I did everything right, going out, looking good, paying for everything, and I was like, I, I, would you like to cut? It's still. I could still very much get the look. I had a great time. I'm just not ready for that. Oh yeah. yeah. The guy'd be like, I had a great time, and I've been ready for that. Yeah. Since you walked in the door, don't even care if you speak English. <laughs> I saw you the my, second you walked in. Exactly. Me and my girlfriend, we actually just had this argument last week. It's uh, I was I gave her the it's harder for a guy to hook up than a than a woman, and that's why the way we look at it. Uh, part of it is being sexist, but that's why we look at it like uh, she's the slut if she does this. And the guy, the guy's lucky. Look at as cool if he gets it. Yeah. It's because they're like you say, like we have to go through stuff. We have to, and don't get me wrong, it's more of a risk for women. They're actually, they're literally taking us in. They're, yeah. They're and a lot of men are douchebags. If they, they ask they, for, they, they get to, it from they the wrong guy. They have to deal with rape and murder. So I'm not yeah. saying like that's a constant com- threat. Complete, yeah. yeah. So I'm not saying it's completely easy. I'm just, I'm just saying as far as the skill to go out and have sex with who you want to on yeah. a daily basis. We have to do it. The only thing that gave me, that helped me growing up, that made me start liking that is, I remember I was reading this book, and it was talking about just hooking up with girls and shit, and they were like, and the one guy, he was saying, well, I don't think it's fair that we as guys have to go out and put ourselves out there, and the way the author uh, put it, his uh, his uh, answer to the guy saying that being you know, mad that he had to go out and face rejection. He was like, well, look at it like this. At least you get to get who you want to. You get to look for who you want. So even if you get rejected, eventually whoever accepts you is one of the people who you went after. Where if it's on the other end of it and you're just taking what comes at you, you're literally just sifting through a bunch of stuff and you, you yeah. have to hope that something good floats around. Yeah. So at least look at it in the power dynamic that you have the power to pick what you want is just you got to build up a thick skin and get ready. Yeah, to and I think also, yeah, yeah. I, 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 there's also, it's the risk. That's yeah, life. It's, you got to take risk. Risk. Also, the the other side of that is, yeah, guys may not like that. It's going to be a lot harder. But again, kind of what we were just talking about. 
when we go out, for the most part, 99.999%, there's no chance of us being really sexually assaulted. And yeah. if some woman did touch us that we didn't want, we'd probably be all right. Okay. Yeah. But also, men, <laughs> yeah, I mean, we're like, ah, yeah. well, well, I'm there, sure you had your reasons. Yeah, you, you pass out and you wake up getting hair. You're like, God damn it. You, God, not again, Bernice. Another unwanted blowjob. <laughs> As you can see by my hard penis, I'm yeah. not enjoying yeah. it. <laughs> well, because I've been, like, we've all been touched by a random girl like like i remember i was having a bad night like a year ago you or something i walk around in gray sweatpants i, I don't get yeah. touched by rap <laughs> yeah gray sweatpants that's a move that's a move right like that's like all right hello yeah, ladies you, you're wearing the yoga pants for men like i was wearing them last night yeah this has, <laughs> it, it has nothing to do with athletics and everything to do with <laughs> those aren't like even you. like the stylish kind of sweat these are the walmart like, ones yeah those, <laughs> yeah those are like russell athletic yeah <laughs> Yeah, I heard great women. Uh, women told me gray sweatpants, like, because one time I wore gray sweatpants out to the bar, and then I immediately got some girl, and it was you fucking dope. Are you thirst trapping, motherfucker? I didn't mean to. I didn't know what it was. And then she's like, "Yeah, you're wearing gray sweatpants." I'm like, "What does that mean?" She's like, "You know." And I was like, "Yeah, I do." And then I got it in, and I was like, "Wait, what does gray sweatpants mean?" Wait, <laughs> and then she what told does me, it mean? Uh, "If you wear, uh, it's it's pretty much yeah." What John said, yoga pants for for dudes. It's showing a woman like if a woman's seeing you on public gray sweatpants, you give her a look. She's like she's te- she's like all right. They want to see that dick print. Yeah, right? and they and they want to and and it, it's just it's it's like it's like when the guy sees if we went to get and go and saw a girl wearing a shirt without a bra. It's just like she does she doesn't necessarily like just want it, but you just seeing her, you're just like ooh. You can see those nipples. You like. Well, I know what she means. She didn't say she wants it, but her, her titties say she. Wants it. <laughs> <laughs> so that's what. That's gray sweatpants. That, that's what his his fucking Darth Vader helmet coming through them gray sweatpants is no. saying. Like, <laughs> it has not been popping through. Okay, so the one. So the one. Dome to dome. The only concern with the gray sweatpants is that. The only concern with the gray sweatpants is that you didn't wear them to club. You came to my house. Yeah, that's know? weird. What I, are you I, trying to say? I did an interview. Hold that, on, one more podcast. I got another guy coming yeah. over. <laughs> well, no, I did the fucking funny buzz thing wearing gray sweatpants. I didn't even think of that. Oh You've been trying to sell dick all day. No. <laughs> like we said, it's harder for a man. Yeah. <laughs> Before Brian's the night's over, I totally people. forgot to brought up. I was like, I am wearing gray sweatpants. Brian's been wearing a sign that says "free dick" oh, all day, yeah. <laughs> in front of uh, all my bros. Uh, <laughs> where you want to meet? Meet me in Lakewood. Yeah, I'm gonna go. I'm, I'm gonna host LVT. I'm like, yep, I'm wearing gray sweatpants, <laughs> guys. That's my set. Your first comic. <laughs> You're not gonna see me the rest oh, of the and night. Even, and even the hint, like I wore these last night. Yeah. It's the last night of Pride Month. <laughs> <laughs> it's all coming together. <laughs> <laughs> These are men laughing about jokes. We're not being weird or homophobic. <laughs> Don't go me tooing us people. Yeah. <laughs> We're not Me Too, but there's there's plenty of Me Tooable people, and then there's plenty that should not be canceled. Oh, speaking of Me Too, uh, the Chris, oh yeah, the, he just the got Leah, the yeah, yeah, guys, yeah. Uh, So I guess he he came out with some receipts, and uh, they said that he proved that one of the girls, um, she said something to him. He kept asking her age. She finally said it, and then he didn't say nothing to her. They basically what it looks like is he does like girls who are 18 to 22 but if from what we've seen if he finds out they're 17 he'll back off now maybe he backs off and comes back a year later i'm not justifying this <laughs> I, I saw but that you're just bringing up new evidence my, my, my whole thing is like uh, trust me i'm not justifying it i'm not a chris delia fan the thing i just hate 
like when people crucify somebody without knowing everything dude it's just well, like yeah I mean, th- that's just that's unfortunately just human nature and kind of where we are yeah, now. yeah in the social media world well i mean so i actually so i i saw someone posted on twitter an exchange between her and him okay give me more details maybe so, I'm, and I, I'm just this maybe is I'm the wrong. only example i have okay. and it's you know I've, i haven't really looked into it at all but she was like proof crystalia whatever is a piece of shit <laughs> right and, and this is from like 20, 2010, 2011. Yeah, around there. Yeah, yeah, I saw this one about too. ten years ago. So, it's a uh, whatever uh, it, uh, Instagram messages, maybe. I don't, I don't no, know. No, it looked that. like Facebook. Was it Facebook? Yeah, it looked like Facebook something like Messenger. a social media, you know, messenger exchange. And after he, she did say that she was seventeen. Um, she then posted more messages saying he was just like, "Why don't we hang out and do this?" And I, I don't know if this has been. I don't know if this has been kind of like doctor yeah. or whatever. But then she's like, "Dude, you're 31. I'm, I'm 17. Yeah. It's weird." And he's like, "Cool, cool, cool. Do you want to come to the show?" And she's like, yeah. <laughs> "Oh, okay. I'm, I gotta yeah. see if I can find it." I, no, I saw I've it on, seen it many. It if, if you look up Chris D'Elia on YouTube, there's a whole thing that just yeah. like it's like what was it? Uh, What's the one Curb Your Enthusiasm song? When they, start, when, they, when they show the music, when they start explaining to him that you can save uh, screenshots of Snapchat. Yeah. So I thought oh, Snapchat one. goes away, and then you could just see his mind doing the math. <laughs> I don't know. I, I think the, uh, well, I don't know, and I guess, <laughs> even if he comes up, he's like, no, 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 man, it's cool. She was 18. I'd be like. That's still gross, bro. Legally <laughs> like, gross. You're like, yeah. <laughs> all right, all right. Okay, okay. I know I'll, you can't I'll, be prosecuted. Yeah. But how old are you? Man, how old are you? Nasty. Forty-two. Forty-two. Yeah. Okay, so okay, you're you're a single man. What's the lowest you'll go? Thirty-three, probably. I'm tw- twenty-six. I'm twenty-five. Well, twenty-five. What's the lowest I, you'll go? I can't go eighteen or nineteen. I can go. I can't. I don't even know if I can go twenty. I, think once you hit, I need someone to drink with. I, I'm Mike. twenty-one. I think once I you're in your twenties, you gotta. <laughs> no. I think when you're in your twenty. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> twenty. I, I gotta go twenty-one. I, I got someone to drink I think with. I think you say twenty. It's okay, but I think if you're in your twenties, but it's you okay. But it's still okay. weird. Having that teen attached to it. Okay, you wanna know where this is all coming from? Okay. You have a new girlfriend and she's a junior. Yeah. Wait. Wait. Junior. At her junior high, no. <laughs> <laughs> I went. I went to a dance. No, <laughs> we can only touch at the waist. My girl been together for a while. She's younger than me, but that she's like early thirties. She's like thirty three. I'm forty one. That's no. horrible. No. <laughs> but, but no. When I was uh, when I met my kid's mom, she was seventeen and I was twenty. No, that's not bad. And, well, I was I was freaked out at first, and then she's like, her birthday was six months away. She's like, I'll be eighteen in January. And I was like, okay, I guess. Right, we probably can't yeah. air this, bro. So. I'm sorry. <laughs> Mr. DeLeo over here. What <laughs> that's I mean, legal, dude. That's not legal. See, that's the argument. It said it doesn't work. <laughs> no, but you were 20, though. But yeah, that, 20 and 17, like, that's, it, but he was that's a similar ages. It's, was, it's similar. It's not the same. He was 31 or 30. Look, you were based, You two were in high school at the same time. Oh, I don't know. Well, well, I was the, the other point I was going to get to, though, that's why I asked how far would you go back, because that was the other thing I was saying, like, even if you're into young girls, like, there are girls who are 25, 26, who still look 18, 19. So if, so if you're into that shit, you can still do it but not be a creep. Yeah, just so go on me, Twitch. So to me, if you're, if, you're, if, you're going, if you're going back, like, something about you is getting... It's like that serial killer thing. Something about yeah. you is getting off of, like, actually having, like... Plus, the other thing I don't get about it is young girls, like... Uh, and this, is, this ain't no not, because I'm sure young guys will like this, too. 
But young girls are fucking stupid, man. Oh, yeah. yeah. Like, the conversation that you got to go through just for that 18-year-old blowjob. <laughs> like, they're so dumb. Like, like you thought that, that fucking ludicrous is old school. She probably thinks Lil Uzi Vert is old yeah. school. Like, oh, my God. I'm listening to Pop yeah. Smoke. He just got killed yeah. and R.I.P. Yeah. When I heard when I heard Lil Uzi Vert, like, that was the best year of seventh grade. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what's funny? So you were just talking about how there's girls that are like 25 that look younger. Yeah. And it's funny because of the, the Chris D'Elia thing. I don't know if you've ever seen Workaholics. Here and there, but... In the first season, like episode seven, yeah. Chris D'Elia plays a predator. And in that but predator... But he's so he cool, liked, though. He likes young boys. Yeah. So oh, what God. they did, because oh, they still thought he was cool... Because he bring over like Xbox. And like, <laughs> and he over, like, yeah, Xbox and weed. They're like, dude, you got to be cool, though, man. You can't do that shit. So they take him to a like a gymnastics practice and he's like see i mean they look like little boys can't you just get with one of them oh, no, <laughs> and he's just sitting there he's like i guess they're okay <laughs> oh, oh. That's it's funny. only funny because it's you, ironic you probably it's had to funny. clean the pipes like before oh, he came shit. up <laughs> chris is still in his trailer but I'm in, coming, guys. I just in two different instances he's played two different instances he's well, played he on that like show that. you he yeah. played exactly what he's being not exactly it was very extreme wow, like bonded dude. but i mean it's so weird someone even tweeted out like crystalia played crystalia and you oh, <laughs> i'm a dude playing a dude disguised as another, another dude, dude. <laughs> <laughs> yeah I, yeah ah, shit yeah, uh, 42, I think 33 is probably the, I don't know, maybe 30. Definitely, I can't go to 20s. I I can't, think, I, I've I talked to 21-year-old girls. It's, a, it's do, a pain. I don't think I could do 20s. 20, 20, I'm 25 as 21-year-olds. I've tried to talk to a girl that's 21, and then she'd be like, oh, yeah, OU's the best place ever. And I'm like, all right, no. <laughs> that's a conversation I had with my girlfriend. She oh, went there. The I was like, oh, girl. oh, shit. Well, you, you know what? You know what? Okay, so... Uh, Part of the reason I brought that up too is because, and I'm not trying to, <laughs> not that our podcast is to go dethrone these people, but what about Jerry Seinfeld and Leonardo? DiCaprio? Yeah, Jerry Seinfeld when he what when he was 30, dating yeah. a 17 year, 16 year old. Yeah. And what about? It was, was, the night, it was 1991, I believe. Yeah. Was she that young? She was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. she was what young. Was, her, was it Sasha? Uh, I forget. Yeah, not but. Sasha Baron Cohen, not him. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, did you guys see what he did? Very nice. The, the, the right. The, did you yeah. see what he did? Uh, he, he showed up to the the. the... Didn't he do another like throw the Jew down the well? Like got him yeah. to sing this weird song. Yeah, whatever. in front of a bunch of hardcore conservatives, up, like, like, like gun wing. Yeah. yeah, yeah, he got him. And to he was sing singing songs. Stuff. He so, crashed okay. it. Okay. So I think, so <laughs> at least in Leonardo DiCaprio's, he's in like the 26, 27 year old supermodel. 22, 21. Oh, shit, really? Is he yeah. going that low? Oh, yeah. And he's oh, like yeah. 45, right? Yeah, yeah. Well, maybe. But again, this is kind of what we were yeah. talking about earlier, though, but, but, too. But, that, but, that, but that's what I'm saying. This, even is, if this, it's is, legal, this is mega movie star world, though. Even, and, even if it's yeah. legal, like, I, I don't know. You need just a few more miles, man. Yeah. That, that's, Those experiences are different. Yeah, You're living out something in your head. Oh, that's so young. And, and then, of course, if you got the power, I mean, shit, if I was 21, Leonardo wanted to fuck, I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> yo, what's up? <laughs> Can we? do the titanic yeah. pose can you can you paint me too draw me like one of your girls jack <laughs> like, i'll give you the rat i'll oh, give you the okay. door and then to keep it going i don't know if you just saw this thing um 
What's the guy's name? August whatever claim he had sex with Jada Pinkett? Yeah, we just... <laughs> this is what we did our podcast on like three hours. Okay, I'm, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I, no, I'm, just, I'm just quickly, okay. I'm just quickly so, so the reverse of that. August yeah. or something Yeah, actually, like that. what we've been talking about the last 20 minutes is like our last three podcasts. No, it's fine. It's a different perspective. No, it's okay. It's funny, but we were just talking... We talked about Chris Delia, and then we ended up bringing up... Uh, it ended up turn well, after porn, after you said well after you said Crystalia you mentioned something and that was the turn we had in the last in like one of our last episodes. Oh, no, it's fine. So John's no, no, it's John fine. listens to our podcast. <laughs> I just posted it like an hour ago. Yeah, yeah. I was listening to it all the way and I'm yeah. doing my notes. Yeah. Crystalia. <laughs> oh, Joe likes this. So well, okay, sick. so did y'all touch on like uh <laughs> did you touch on uh, <laughs> <laughs> So I I I believe him in the six, uh, no, well no I the believe August guy I, yeah oh I yeah August hit uh because, <laughs> because like they were they never said it completely but they were saying like they kind of have like you know we're like we're life partners you know what I mean yeah we just get through stuff that's there's been a rumor for years now yeah yeah and, and and I was just a broader picture like I mean. Yeah, there's jealousy, and I don't know if I could deal with somebody like. Well, I know I couldn't. I know I couldn't deal yeah. with somebody banging my girl. But at the same time, <laughs> if you were want to be pragmatic and be like, could you deal with if it was a woman, not a man? A woman. Oh yeah. Once again, exactly what I yeah. said. Yeah. Completely different. Ga- I'd be like, no, that's fine. Go ahead, and continue. New topic. This is done. <laughs> and, and, and you know what's funny? Even if that woman pulled out a bigger dildo than mine, because you know that's the thing. If your girl's banging some dude with a bigger dicking, or just like yeah. fuck this, but if that girl brings up bring out an even bigger dildo, I'm just like, hey, fucking that's okay. I just, I <laughs> yeah. away. Let's Doesn't go. Matter. She can bring out Godzilla's dick, and I'd be like, no, nah, I just yeah, want her to be happy. I, I, yeah, I, I'd be in the I'd be in the corner like you taking that big dick. You know? <laughs> <laughs> I'd be sketching like Titanic. Man, this like. <laughs> Man, this hiding spot needs more room. <laughs> I you can't know. see. I'm like, I just want you to be happy, sweetie. Yeah. Uh, that's that's one of the things I always think about when it comes to like, uh, cause me and my girl, we've been together for like almost nine years now, man, and we're at that point where we're like, what are we doing? Are we are we keeping going? Or are we, or we, you know what I mean? Yeah. And then and then of course as a guy, you, but on the flip side of it, like, cause of course as a man, you know. We we're all we're all your dick's always like you know <laughs> thinking <laughs> what's next. But I me in my head I'm always thinking if I'm thinking that I mean this is a sexual being too. She's a sexual creature. She's got needs, especially yeah. like when you first meet that person you're with and you get that's the fun part getting to know their kinks and what they're into. That's fucking fun. Yeah, that human is still in in yeah. that woman. Mm-hmm. So like part of me like thinks like maybe as humans we should have some of that. Like yeah. But I think bit. it's a case by case thing. I don't think it should be mandated because there's there is the jealousy thing. It just, I mean, it's that, natural to think about that it. thing that people talked about how we used to die in our thirties, forties, and fifties. Yeah. So marriage wasn't that long, but now if you're getting into your seventies, eighties, nineties, it's like man, like you're like fuck, this is still going. <laughs> <laughs> oh God! And, and I really one, thought and one, one of us would have died. By and now. once yeah. again, not just being one sided, like like just to be like 
sitting there and like your girl is on some Bridges of Madison County shit thinking about Clint Eastwood. <laughs> Am I the only one that saw the Bridges of Madison County? <laughs> <laughs> You're the only one that took an erotic theme from it. <laughs> You're like, yeah, this is a like, book club. And John's like, well, what about this? <laughs> what about the Bridges of Madison County? I yeah. bet you guys didn't talk about that. Yeah. <laughs> Motherfuckers. <laughs> Spoiler alert. Clint Eastwood comes to Meryl Streep's house while her husband's on a trip and they end up talking they have this brief affair and yeah. then at the end of it uh clint eastwood's going back out of town because he he's a photographer for national geographic and her family comes back meryl streep's in her family's car she sees clint eastwood at uh at this gas station he's about to pull off uh and he kind of unlocks the door for her to just run out of the car and get in. And, of course, she never does. She she decides to spend her life with her husband. Yeah. But it's called the Bridges of Madison County because when they both died, her wishes were to get uh, cremated and to spread her ashes out. And that was her way of connecting with him in the afterlife. That wasn't even a spoiler. That was the entire movie. <laughs> <laughs> you just you walked us through the entire yeah. movie. Now I, don't I, I, I yeah. rang it through, but you know. Someone that wanted to listen to the watch Clint Eastwood, they go, yeah, I'm just going to watch Dirty Harry for the 44th time. <laughs> Dirty Harry ball to my mouth. <laughs> no, but, but, but like thinking about that, like I part <laughs> Talking to you, sweat. Do you feel lucky, punk? <laughs> I know what you're thinking. When I come once or twice. <laughs> Quite frankly, in all the excitement, I don't remember. Yeah. Wait, how'd you know I have hairy balls? <laughs> Do I have four more ropes? <laughs> Do I? No, but the thing I always puts in the back of my mind. I'm getting a point out, people. This isn't about sex. Today, Junior. <laughs> Today, oh. tomorrow, tonight. <laughs> I don't but, even know what to fucking being, call this Imagine episode. being with a woman who's just pining over some guy for decades, dude, but she's putting up with you. That would, oh, God. That's man. love on a woman's part. Men, we don't have, I don't think we have that type of love. I want no, that. I think, it, I think pussy, it varies. Not for one girl, but like. I think like, it varies by the person. I, 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 yeah. I don't think we got to give us, give women the kind of credit where they're all just like, I'm with this guy, that's it. Every other guy out of my mind. Yeah, my yeah, girl, they, my they, wife they upstairs human being, they're sexual creatures. Yeah, my yeah. wife upstairs is probably thinking about like, oh, he was a good guy. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, Joe's cool too. The thing but I, that guy. The thing <laughs> I always equate it to is when you, when your first like sexual encounters with a new girl, yeah. like it's like, She's that is more alive than you've ever seen, and then they slowly recede into this. Like, even if it's still good, but but I'm like, I always just think like that that little sexual butterfly is in there just waiting for that different dick, like that. Yeah, that, it's just one fight away from <laughs> call me a fucking slut. <laughs> like, yeah, like, yeah, it's just one, and anyone's <laughs> capable of it. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. It's oh, just, yeah. Oh, anyone. Humans. Yeah, we're we're. <laughs> I'm gonna shift my humans. <laughs> There's a dog fight happening right now. <laughs> every every other episode we record here. There's a dog fight, and I fucking love it. <laughs> they just start like the young Honestly, new so dog. Roscoe's fine. Roscoe usually just sleeps down here, but Rudy's such a fucking asshole. <laughs> just has to like, all right, so everything's going well, cool. I'm gonna go fuck. It's that like up. the Lion King, but if Scar was gonna die from old age. <laughs> You guys are ruining so many movies for me. Yeah. <laughs> no, I can't. No, I don't have to see the, the Lion, Lion King. King. You never I'm... seen the Lion King? No. What? Well, it came out like when it came out. It I came out when I was born. Older. And, uh, 
Yeah, I was I was and born when it came out. You were like thirty kids, already. But then it was too old for my kids. And then the remake, I think their mom might have took them. To, to How old are your kids? Uh, my son is eighteen, and my girls are nine and eleven. Oh man! Yeah. So what's your eighteen year old doing now? Uh, he's at home. He's uh he's they stay with their mom. My my son, the eighteen year old, he's autistic, so he's not like out here like uh doing crazy eighteen year old stuff. He's like counting cards in Vegas or something. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. But being uh, all jokes aside, being autistic, it's a it's a whole other thing. Like, cause uh, yeah, I, I work with people. With, yeah, yeah. With so because people are always like, because people are always like, well, you see, people always either think it's like uh it's some cool thing or it's it's like. No, it kind of sucks, man. <laughs> like yeah, uh, full out the spectrum when the spectrum's well, there's, high. There's, it's... there's degrees of it though. Yeah, I mean, yeah. No, don't get me wrong. He's in there, and he's a great, he's a great uh, kid. You know what I'm saying? He's in there, but certain things, you know, you're a parent. Certain things you just don't want your kid to go through. You know? Sure. Yeah. And, and certain things. And so, and, and as a parent, you're already like you already kind of want to be there and like help him and stuff. Yeah. And then so when you know, like it's like God damn his. He's gonna get picked on, like yeah, you can't uh, yeah. be there. It's oh, inevitable. And, and, but and I got picked on, and that and that. And I think everyone's gonna get picked on. I think as a right. as a parent, you're in this. I think it's a very normal reaction. Uh, but I mean, it's like if I was a dad, daughter, son, whatever it might be, I'm I'm thinking of every possible angle that could possibly go wrong. Yeah, everywhere that they're vulnerable. Yeah, I think of his autism, and then I think I've had these two beautiful girls. Yeah, and then and it's just and you're just you're just thinking about their vulnerability. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. You're like, how do I help with the vulnerability? How do I shield them from the vulnerability? Yeah. How do I mask yeah. the vulnerability so other people don't see it? But a guy's realistic thing that's I it's, mean, it's that's, a normal it's, thing. It's inevitable yeah. to. But I then mean, again, it's once again, we, if I have these shielded girls, they are going to be the biggest cunts to Yeah. 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 <laughs> Whoever they end up with. <laughs> Which is funny for dad, like, hey, nobody's going to run over my daughters, but eventually you just raise these terrible people, and then uh, if it's with a boy and he never meets any adversity, then when he finally gets uh, in a relationship with a woman, uh, then, like, you you know how women react to a man who's not decisive and who, you know what yeah, I mean? That, that just <laughs> drives the vagina. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, you don't even know where we going to eat? No. Piece of shit? Like, you gotta have at least seven options. <laughs> yeah, so, that yeah. shit doesn't work, though. It, not for me, it doesn't. I've had plenty of instances where my, and I, I, I'll tell her about this tonight, and it'll still come up, and it'll still end the same way. She'll say, where do you want to eat? I'll say, I don't give a shit. Where do you want to eat? Oh, I'm God. not a picky eater. You are. Where do you want to eat? I can eat anywhere. She'll be like, no, 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 no. I want I'm you to pick. <laughs> and then I'll pick. I'm like, how about we go here? She's like, oh, well, not there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. One time, I literally gave him, like, I want to go here, here, here. She goes, yeah, that's cool. What about this though? Wait, so my three options weren't good yeah. enough. Wait, what, and we went to the 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 mystery fourth one that I had a great time. What with. do you do? You separate them by by uh, like where they are or like what no. kind of food? You go like uh, pizza, well, Chinese. By, by, the, by the food for sure. Yeah, I go. Yeah, I go about what kind of food, and even if they don't want to go, to this, it's like okay, you don't want to do Cozumel, but can we still get some Mexican somewhere else? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and then and then when she says no, you're like okay, no Mexican food. Maybe I, go to Italian. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I narrow that down. I'll be like, do you want pizza? Pizza. No. Yeah. Do you want Chinese? No. And do you it's like, want? Because we'll do that. It's like, do you either? Because sometimes we want like some ghetto greasy ass Chinese. Fuck yeah. yeah. Or in other times you want like some blue sushi type like fucking the posh bougie. type shit. Because the uh, the the greasy, the really greasy Chinese is fucking fantastic. Oh, going down. 
Yeah. But unfortunately, you'll learn this when you get older. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I'm not 12. <laughs> yeah, you're not 40. <laughs> uh, I'm, you know, I'm happy for that diss. Every, I'm okay with that. Everything fucking gives you a stomachache if you're not Even dead. Little Caesars? Man. Yeah. <laughs> Little Caesars was humongous Caesars when wait, I'm done with wait, it. Wait, can I do it because you guys? What gives you a stomachache? Okay, Taco Bell. I mean, yes. yeah, but I think I think the thing with Taco Bell is the fact that I eat it when I'm fucked up at night. Yeah. So if, yeah, I, if I ate it sober and I ate it, if I ate as a, an actual meal, a reasonable amount, it's gonna vary too. I, I've, I've noticed the triggers are dairy, wheat products, and then mixing it with alcohol and sleeping on it. Yeah. So that that's one of the reasons. Getting like, getting drunk and eating is terrible. It's a bomb. Yeah. You are lighting a bomb. Yeah. That's it's, why I always eat chicken and, and fries. It's a safe even bet. Though it's, it's, always. It's when you'll but, but want even, to even eat the most. the fries with the grease will, you know what I mean? You don't put the napkin on the grease, like when you got greasy pizza, like I get Edison's. No, what you know Edison's. I put no, pizza on, I put like napkins on that should take the grease well, off. I, well, like, you can't, what was that? Along came Paul. You can't fucking get rid of the grease. Oh, the that's dabbing? Not, that, yeah, yeah, you can't that. I dab that shit. That's the best part, Because what if I'm wearing something, no, if I'm on a date and I'm wearing something nice, I'm secretly dabbing it up where she doesn't know. I wear nice shit all the time. Your other sweatpants? When yes. I'm about to say, audience, the guy who's got his dick in our face with his <laughs> sweatpants has his goddamn tuxedo hanging up because we might get yeah. pepperoni yeah. on our little seat. He's, right. <laughs> <laughs> He's wearing sweatpants, flip-flops, the two different socks, <laughs> gray sweatpants, and I don't know, he's trying to be a cheetah? It's I don't like know. a Dalmatian <laughs> shirt from Old Navy. Yeah, he looks sure amazing. He looks like a Jackson Pollock painting. Like, <laughs> yeah. It's just like a white a shirt that someone just threw black at. Like there's black exactly. dots everywhere. It just looks Hulk. like people just kept empty with <laughs> pens on you. It's a great. This is and a. You're this gonna go to LVT tonight and get laid. No, I get. <laughs> <laughs> Winning. Walking on water. Yeah. Meanwhile, the girl that I've fucked more times than I can count, I gotta fucking do a Rubik's cube problem just to fucking get a half a blowjob. <laughs> half. Half a blowjob. I will graze your your dick. That's where she. <laughs> Looks at the tip then and then goes to bed. <laughs> nah, I'm playing. My girl's great. So what do you got coming up, man? Well, uh, show wise, has uh, Brian? Did you? I'm, have you asked I'm a, him? I'm no, be, I was gonna ask him. I'm gonna well, be on this. Uh, I'm gonna crash this dude's open mics tonight. Go to Winchester. I got actually uh, at Funny Stop. I booked this before COVID. I'm supposed to be there uh, August, I think 9th, 10th weekend. Chad Zumach is. Uh, featuring um, uh, or headlining and I'm featuring so uh, yeah so that's what I got coming up and then Hilarities is supposed to open this month on the 16th right July uh, I forget and then 16th or 17th they they announced it right before the spike so I don't know if they're gonna change it but I want to get back in there and yeah but that's the only thing I got in stone right now and then you could do uh, you're gonna be on the Gilda show on the uh, you wanna do the the show on August 7th what day is what day it's a Friday it's a Friday that might be the weekend, because I'm thinking... It's, uh, it's me, Spider, and Brian Kelly. Because single digits that I'm, uh, that I'm at uh, the funny stuff that weekend. But hell yeah, if I'm free, hell yeah. Okay. Hell yeah, because I, you know me. <laughs> I'm a whore for a microphone. <laughs> <laughs> he is, also when you take the microphone away and add gray sweatpants. Yeah, <laughs> I don't do this gray sweatpants. Well, check on, check on the 7th. If you're available... I mean, we'll put you on now. We, don't, we we we've talked about it last week. We're we're finalizing the lab. I think it'd be cool if you came on. Yeah, awesome. I would love to. Yeah, hell and yeah. And if not, we just won't air this episode, and you're dead to me. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> we we had an episode with Cody, and I called him pl- like we couldn't air it because the mics were fucked up. But there was one point where I like calls like, "Yeah, Cody, when I first started doing comedy, you were chubby. Now you're in shape." And then Cody gave me this look of like. 
okay, newbie. <laughs> and then just started, like, sl- like sl- methodically just started saying, like, little tiny shit. Yeah. And I told you he, he, he power, power moves. Posture and everything. Yeah. Man, he called me E.T. <laughs> and, what, and what the fuck do you say to that? And this motherfucker is just winning. He just had a little baby boy. Every time I see him, he looks more and more chiseled. I'm like, fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking handsome bastard. <laughs> White guy named Cody. <laughs> I'm white. I'm like named country Cody. Pop star. Black yeah. Lives Matter. And I just had a baby boy. Take that, everyone. Take that. Work on your posture, Johnny. Yeah. Oh God. Well, I think you look great. Um. So, the, <laughs> so it, for everyone at home, I'm sitting down. Yeah. <laughs> Behind that mic, sitting down. You don't look half bad. <laughs> uh, but I don't. Know, so cool. Well, I'm glad you could come today. Thank you. Thanks for having fun. me. This is fun. We've been yeah. knocking this out for like an hour, 40 minutes talking Sorry about... Sorry I plagiarized half of your other... <laughs> <laughs> I'm just glad you listened. <laughs> Mr. Original over here. What do you about Monica nah. Lewinsky? <laughs> <laughs> what a whore. Yeah. <laughs> George Bush, am I right? (laughs) He could dodge those flip-flops if you catch my drift. 9-11, two planes my ass, fucking box cutters. (laughs) Well, so 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 you got anything scheduled coming up? Uh, Besides the the funny stop in August and tonight, no. We're taking it uh, week by week. With COVID being around, a lot of comedy is shut down. It's rough. So Wednesdays are the only open mics we can do, and soon as hilarity starts, it's then, so... I would say, uh, everybody, just check me out at John Armstrong Comedy on Instagram. That's when I drop, like, shows that I'll do. Uh, drop Follow it. him on Twitter. I, I am not on Twitter. I know. Search for him on Twitter. I don't think there's another social media uh, platform that I can stomach. Grinder. Uh, but... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's all about getting them follows, bro. Guys, you, you can see John on Ashley Madison. <laughs> Was that the one where the the husband's son? Yeah. <laughs> Did they do a thing you know where they found out it was so many guys? It was and like actually two for women. anyone that wanted to cheat, but it was ninety eight percent. Yeah, it was like a hundred thousand men and like two fat chicks, and one of them was gay. Like, <laughs> one of them thought it was LinkedIn. Yeah. <laughs> Wait I remember minute, that. My wife texts me. She's like, "You're lucky." I'm like, "Why?" So you weren't on Ashley Madison. I'm like. What the fuck is Ashley? Yeah, I would have been like, wait, she's you're searching for everyone that we've oh known. Oh my god, but she's she searching went... for my friend. She's looking for anybody. Did she go on Ashley Madison? Yeah, she's doing well. <laughs> she's meeting new people. Ladies, I think it's great. ladies, just so you know, when 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 men are scumbags and we're not, but when other men are scumbags, like it's not a it's not a planned hit. Okay, it's just kind of. It just kind of happens. Yeah, we, we, we don't we don't have a coordination to do that. We, ju- we just get really lucky and are probably insecure. Yeah, yeah. It's a combination what? of sweatpants and being drunk and a whore. Stop describing me. <laughs> probably sprinkled in with some, some money problems and oh, yeah. uh, you yeah. know, something that was repossessed. And a roommate named you. Brett Thomas. <laughs> and an absentee father. Yeah. And go. <laughs> well, definitely, definitely check out John. Follow him. Make sure that you're going to his upcoming shows again. We've we've have worked with him. He was on our show. He killed for us. Hoping we can have him on the August seventh show. So please let us know. Uh, make sure that you guys check out LVT. Obviously, uh, tonight uh, John's going to be there. Brian's there every week. 
Uh, did it last week. It was a lot of fun. It's 9 p.m. 9 p.m. It's a packed house every every week. Social distance packed. As it's much doing as... good. No, it's, it's safe. You know, I it, well, as safe as it can be with some of those guys. Yeah. It's safe <laughs> as a lambskin condom. <laughs> <laughs> That's dry. It protects kind of. Makes you feel better. Definitely check out Gillis on Instagram. Uh Twitter, you go to our Facebook page. Uh, and with everything going on, any of you white people, if you're not sure if you're being racist, please reach out to John. He can let you know. <laughs> In a heartbeat. That's right. <laughs> and uh, that's it, man. Thanks to everybody. Thanks to Chris D'Elia, one of our new sponsors. <laughs> uh, that's it. 90s hip hop, little Uzi, everyone we've talked about. We appreciate it. <laughs>